Welcome to the Matrix Unveiled Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa. If you're ready to awaken your consciousness and take the red pill, keep listening. Hey guys, okay, I am, <laughs> whoo, I cannot believe this. I was, I didn't even know all these people were in here. Let me bring everybody up. Okay, okay, okay. I have been looking all damn day trying to stay up with Twitter. And the moment that I get sidetracked is, of course, when the jury comes in, right? Of course, of course. So um, thank you. Shout out to... um. Shout out to um, Shay. Yay, they finally Ryan. got the Wicked Witch out of here. Yay. <laughs> Fuck that bitch. Yay, let's go. <laughs> put her put her, in, put, put her under the jail. Rot. Let her rot. Dang. Yay. too high. Let that hell, let that bitch burn in hell. There's more, 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 oh more people God, to come. Finally. <laughs> more people to come. Everybody that was on that list need to get their ass taken down. If we gonna, if we gonna cancel and crucify R. Kelly, and all, and all that we need to crucify and, cro- and, and do them because this was even worse and way worse than anything that that, that, that that they was accused of. I'm sorry, but you know, you know, I fuck with your room, Lisa. What up, Doctor Lynn? Everybody, but that's just real shit. Fuck, the, fuck her. Fuck everybody involved too. <laughs> Straight up, take them, take them all Mikey down. made a good Let's point. Go. Let's go. May I? I'm, I'm speaking the truth because we crew with everybody to try to crucify R. Kelly. Try to crucify Michael Jackson. Everybody that's ever been accused, even if whatever they was found guilty or not, everybody try to crucify Bill Cosby. No, crucify this bitch and everybody that was on that fucking uh, list for Jeffrey Epstein that visited the island. Yeah. Whether they was a president, whether they was somebody important you looked up to, whatever. If they was on that list, fuck them. They yeah. come, fuck yeah. them. Thanks. No, Mike made a really good point about the fact, like, R. Kelly, like, we heard so many horrible things. Like, there was a whole special about him, like, condemning him and everything. And we know, like, we see their his victims as being totally abused and, um, you know, kidnapped and trafficked and all of this. That wasn't the same, like narrative i was getting from this one exactly. you know other than doing yeah other than doing the research from lisa you know what i'm saying they didn't cover it the, the fucking narrative wasn't covered like that it was like they tried to turn the me too movement into the r kelly movement when it was meant for harvey weinstein they tried to get the attention off all the powerful white icons that fuck up and do this dumb shit but when it's somebody black and they 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 icon or whatever the case may be, and they got history. They oh, it's like oh, it's cancel them. We got to get rid of them. Like burn, let them rot in hell. Well, keep that same energy for people that do way worse. Cause what they this this is on a whole nother level than anything R. Kelly was any accused of or have ever done. Straight up, straight up and down. And if and if and, and that's just me being a hundred percent real. It ain't me sugarcoating nothing. I do and I do know R. Kelly personally. I've never seen none of that shit. You know, he never brought none of that shit around me. I'm not saying he's he hasn't done it or whatever, whatever. But I'm just saying, me personally, what I've seen in my own eyes, I ain't seen none of that. Not to say that he ain't done it, but I'm just saying, I, I he wasn't brought, brought around me. Now, is he a little X-Files? Yes, he is. He's a little weird. Yeah, but who is it? But Mikey, just, you made me think of something else. You said he didn't bring it around you. They even went into this man having STDs, him sleeping with men. Like, well, I think a lot of, I think a lot of, see, it's easy to like when somebody's accused of something. Let's just say if I was accused of something, right? It's easy for anybody, any woman in this room 
to say, oh, well, yeah, Mikey did this to me. It's easy to jump on that bandwagon. So, uh, like I said, not to say that a lot, some of that stuff, but a lot of that shit was lies because some of those girls I've actually have seen, the ones that were of age, I have seen. And this was they was a total different person than what they were on that on that show. But like I said, this ain't about R. Kelly. Yeah. Let's, let's take play. down Glasser Maxwell and everybody that was on that fucking list need to rot in hell and, and get took down too. I'm sorry, whether they was a famous celebrity or a politician, whatever, they need to take them motherfuckers down because they trying to cover their ass for this shit. Okay, all right. Thank you so much for your commentary, Mikey. I appreciate it. I listen. I could feel that energy. I understand, you know, I understand the place that it's coming from. But, you know, guys, wow, finally, listen, I have all sing all day long, checking Twitter, you know, and honestly, I got a little disappointed this morning when there was announcement that, you know, the jury passed a note to the judge and, you know, so was somebody sick? You know, um, did they have, a, you know, a verdict? But no, it was like, we need to see the testimony, the transcripts of five other witnesses that testified. I'm like, holy shit you know, we're not getting anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is going to keep going. Then there was another update around 1030-ish this morning that said that um, the judge is now saying, hey, if you guys don't come down with a verdict, you're going to have to work through the weekend, right? You know, so you got to work late and you got to work through the weekend. The judge was putting a lot of pressure with Omicron, you know, and all the cases increasing in, in New York City and all of that. So there was a lot of pressure applied. I initially felt as though there was like a, a one-person on the jury that was, you know, needed to be convinced or whatever. I honestly thought it was going to be a hung jury. Um, I really, really did. But no, here we are. She's been convicted on five out of the six counts. I don't know all the details yet because as soon as I looked up, I was on the phone with my mom who I think may have COVID. And um, I got off the phone. I checked my text and I got two text messages. I was like, oh my God, that's been 15 minutes ago. So I'm we're, we're all of this is breaking and unfolding together in this room. So whoever has information, you know, that they want to share. But I listen, guys, we've been covering this for a month now. Okay. And finally we're here. What is this, what does this mean to everybody? What do you how are you guys feeling about this guilty verdict? And you know, what do you think is gonna happen as far as her sentencing? Let's go. Eighty to light. I think she gets like 10 years and she serves like three. I, Ooh, I, probably. I think so. Yeah, that's how I feel too. She's going to get suicided and then go meet up with Epstein. More like the word. Exactly. Yep. She's going to disappear. I think it's going to be a wild card. Anything can go with this one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Someone is really covering her ass. But in a way, guys, is this a win? And, and even if it's a small one, because we already knew, I mean, even the charges that she was brought up on, right? There, There's so much more that she's involved in, right? And we covered all of that over the last four weeks. We covered that in depth and in detail, the connections to, you know, these high um, elites in the sex trafficking rings, human trafficking, all that stuff. You know, um, we finally have a verdict and we're not done with this, right? I still have a lot more content um, dealing with Ghislaine Maxwell because it doesn't begin or end with her. But this was the trial of the century that they literally shadow banned from the whole world. 
but we didn't, you know, here in Matrix Unveil, we made sure we covered it. We went deep into it. We actually had her friend, Amanda. I would love to know how Amanda's feeling about this and hopefully she can pop into the room. You know, Amanda, if you're listening on a burner, you're welcome. You can come in under your real account. You know, it's it's not gonna be crazy, but I would like to know, you know, how you're feeling about it. If any of Ghislaine's friends are listening, you know, tell me how you feel. So, you know, come on to the stage and, and let us know, talk to us. But anyway, yeah, guys, the floor is open. Can I say this? Um, I'm with people are saying that she will disappear. I'm with the same thing with either they give her, let's say, life in prison, right? But, okay, life in prison, all of a sudden she dies, quote unquote, to me, too rich to be dead, because I have my own theories about that. Oh, she dies, something happens a year from now or two because they had to make her the sacrificial lamb because if they let her go it was going to be way too obvious at this point you guys so i'm very happy i don't care what it is that they give this demonic entity but at least she's guilty that's all yeah guys i'm trying to ping some people i'm trying to put out the um the link so the floor is open, guys. Let the conversation flow, please. Isn't Hi, guys. Oh. Hi. Hi, I'm Pamela. Um, isn't she supposed to be going on another trial now? On the, isn't she supposed to be starting another trial now? No, not that I know of. This was it. I mean, is there something else that you know of that you can share? Yeah, let me do some research because I believe that I've, I've read somewhere that after this trial is over, she's supposed to be um let me do some research i'll be right back okay maybe like federal and state charges maybe maybe that's struggling. yeah this was federal right so this was a federal case i don't know if there's any state charges there um was a i have another court document that i read out with all these co-conspirators right um, some very well-known names and corporations at the beginning and Virgil Abloh was on it, which was really interesting that he died of cancer the day before her trial was set to start. Um, and so we explored that. We did a room on that the day before her trial started. So I don't know like what, you know, happened to that, what that case was about. I have the documents, Jared, I could, you know, send them to you if you're, if you care, if you want to, you know, look through them and see if there's any, um, you know, anything that's solid about it. But yeah, that that was there. So I don't know if there's something else, but I mean, Jay-Z's on there, Beyonce, Kanye West, um, Young Money Entertainment, um, Lil Wayne, um, Harvey Weinstein, Virgil Abloh. Um, there was 38 um, different entries. And the last three was um, Corporation Jane Doe, John Doe's one through 100 and Corporation Doe's one through 100. So it's like 300 um, Doe's right, of unnamed people that were also named on this um, co-conspirator list with um, all these people, including Ghislaine Maxwell. So very, very interesting. But yeah, she is guilty. Five of the six charges. Let me see if I can find on um, Twitter about um, some more info of what is going on. I'll read them out to you guys. I'm trying to look up now to see, this is AJ, sorry. I'm trying to look up now to see the, the charge that they didn't 
um, charge her with? Like, what type of time did that particular charge carry, and why did they not charge her with that one count? Is what I'm trying to figure out right now. It's the the one count they didn't charge her with is uh, the enticement. Hold on, let me see. I think she was charged. She just wasn't found guilty, right? No, I, right. Yeah, that's Correct. what I'm saying. But she wasn't she wasn't found guilty of this particular charge. Um, it's the so they said they they found her not guilty of enticement of an individual under the age of 17 to travel. But what's the difference between that and you find her guilty on transporting individuals under 17? Right, different elements that have to be proven for the law that they just couldn't meet. Couldn't hear you, Jerry. Well, she was in the car with a minor traveling, but not charged with enticement. That doesn't make That's sense what to I, me. That's what I'm trying to, yeah. It's very technical. That's all I know. Like, they're really specific. And it has to be beyond reasonable doubt. But Jared is a lawyer, and I can hear his response. Yeah, I heard him. Mm -hmm. So, Jared, you said that they couldn't, I guess they couldn't, um, based on that particular law. Yeah, I'm saying in order to, to prove something, right, there, the law has elements that are kind of listed out, or that are listed out. And there has to be evidence to be able to prove each element of the law. So sometimes we even see, so in this case, maybe that charge um, wouldn't stick because there were not, the elements couldn't be proved with the evidence they had. So there are probably just, I mean, there must be distinctions that they just couldn't agree on if that element was met. But it, that's, you know, like in the George Floyd case, for example, they didn't bring like first degree murder, for example, premeditated murder because the elements that are required just couldn't be met or even like a, you know, a race-based crime if they just if they can't if they don't think they can meet that burden they may not bring those charges maybe it's for political reasons but it kind of looks bad if they bring charges and then they can't prove it even though maybe they can prove everything up to that but then there's fallout in the public right because people are like well they you know he's found not guilty but ultimately in this case she was found guilty it sounds like i didn't read the documents but maybe she wasn't found guilty on that charge because they couldn't prove all the elements that, that would be my guess that's all I was trying to say. Thank you. Right. And then also, Jared, yesterday when we did the room, thinking that maybe we would get a, um, a verdict come in, we were talking about um, jury instructions, right? So the jury instructions could play a role in whether or not why they were unable to find her. It's, you know, now that we have an actual verdict, right, and we don't have to speculate anymore, you know, it, it took the jury a while. And so it seems like they're like, they probably knew that she was, um, they had the feeling that, or knew that, you know, that she was guilty, but they tried maybe to do a really pristine job of working around those jury instructions. It seemed like they had to, they had a very high bar to meet, to get that guilty, you know, um, of, of all those counts. That's what it seems like to me. What do you think about that, Jared? Like the jury instructions may have played a role in why she wasn't found guilty on all six counts? Yeah, I mean, that's a great point, Lisa, for sure. I mean, it, the, the, the jury instructions are what the judge gives to the jury, instructing them on how the elements really supposed to work. So how they're supposed to the read them. And, and as we discussed in, in your other room, um, those are generally negotiated between the defense attorney and the prosecutor or in a civil case, you know, the, the defense, you know, the, the two attorneys and the judges will make sure you start off with these model jury instructions 
that would be in like the criminal code, um, federal or state, and they'll they'll show the elements, and then the jury instructions really should instruct the jury on how to interpret those elements, what they can like deduce from the evidence and how they marry the evidence with the instructions and what they also, as we said the other day, what they can't take, you know, from those, from the law and the evidence. So the jury instruction is really for the judge to instruct the jury on what they can and cannot do based on the evidence they heard. So that's right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And it's all negotiated to some degree. I mean, there are model jury instructions. So if, if the judge, for example, agreed with either the prosecutor or the defense attorney over the objection of the other attorney, um, that's potentially, those, that's definitely potential for a mistrial if, if that happens. But I, I'm not suggesting that was the case here. But that's how important the jury instructions, like you said, Lisa, they can really sway the jury one way or the other, besides the fact that, you know, the judge has a lot of credibility. So they, they tend to listen. But at the end of the day, I think if we're all jurors, like, I know for me, I'm not listening. You know, you're going with what you feel like, and you're going to try to make the max or the least part of the crime stick, depending on how you feel, right? I mean, honestly, people are people. That's my opinion. So, for, But for sure, your point is well taken, Lisa, for sure. Guys, do we feel like justice was served in this case? You know, um, we've been covering this for the last four weeks, and a lot of things that were not... Um, you know, brought out in court. I think a lot of people were interested to know about, you know, those individuals on that were in the black book. Also the individuals that were on the flight log, a lot of, you know, very famous names, people that we know about. So all of that seems to have been brushed under the rug. We did cover in, in extensive detail about these human trafficking rings, um, you know, her um, project Terramar, um, you know, which is about the high seas trafficking, you know, um, the connection with the royal family, Prince Andrew, the Vatican. I mean, we went everywhere with it, right? With supporting evidence, right? Backing it up, all of it's in the Discord for those that are a member of it. Um, do you guys think that, you know, in light of all of that, that justice was served today? Anyone can speak, the floor is open. Um, uh, what... Go ahead, hi. No, um, I remember you did a room a, a few weeks ago. You were saying that she provided some information on Epstein, and a part of providing that information meant that she would be like immune to criminal charges or whatnot, or something like that of the nature. And I had compared it to what Bill Cosby um, did when he provided information that uh, the prosecutors in the state said it wouldn't be and couldn't be used against them at a later time. Maybe some of this evidence that was presented to the jury was, you know, something that she presented to prosecutors in a previous case against Jeffrey Epstein. And therefore, if that's the case that, um, you know, she can actually right now within 30 days file a motion, um, motion for, uh, something with notwithstanding the, 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 the trial, the, the verdict motion to, what is it called, Jared? A motion to what notwithstanding the verdict? Oh, J-N-O-V. Like, yeah, J-N-O-V. I, yeah, I forget what it's saying, like ju judgment notwithstanding the yeah, verdict. Yeah, judgment notwithstanding like the yeah. verdict. Right, she can actually, if that's the case, if she's, if some of the evidence we, that was used against her, even if it's just one piece of document that was used against her, um, that was presented in a previous um, agreement with the state then sorry that's just outside my window sorry um they're taking her to prison that's what you guys hear 
But anyways, um, even if it was like one piece of paper um, that they used and gave to the jury for evidence, that she can actually file a, a JNOV and say that, hey, the state actually said that they weren't going to use this against me. And the jury was convinced because of this one piece of document, even if it's like four or five hundred pages and, you know, she can probably actually overturn it. Um, or she can go to prison and, you know, get out the same way Bill Cosby did. So I, I'm very interested in seeing the evidence or whatever um, that was presented to the jury to make the decision. She could have. Yeah, I mean, that's a great point, Bernard, for sure. I mean, that's definitely on point. Um, but they, they also could have. I mean, there could be you know more severe charges. And that could have been part of this case where they agreed they weren't going to bring the maximum charges they could have brought in exchange for some type of immunity, right? Whether it's full, it's obviously not full immunity because she's, she went to trial and lost, but it could have been some type of qualified immunity, which exempted her from the highest charges. That's, that's definitely possible too. But if they relied on evidence to reach a verdict and the instruction did not carve that out, and say you cannot rely on this. This was improperly brought in. I mean, it really shouldn't even get to that point. But if that's the case, what they do is they make objections. The judge overrules it, and then, like you said, they're not afterward. They file that motion to set aside the verdict. That's that's what they would do if that were the case. Uh, in either case, it, it, it could be that could be that could be true for sure. Denat, really good point, and um, I did cover that. And I actually, while you guys were talking, I was looking for the article where this came up because I did not know that this was a thing. And I would um, love to hear what everyone's thoughts on this, because this is something that we sort of floated out there as, you know, if she was found guilty, this could be something that would come into play later. Right. So um, this article says former Ghislaine Maxwell attorney defends op ed saying her charges should be dropped like Bill Cosby's, right? Why? Okay. And I'm just going to read the bullet points. I'm not going to read the whole article. It says a former lawyer for Jeffrey Epstein's cohort, Ghislaine Maxwell, argued in a court filing Friday. This is an old article um, that this op that his op-ed about Bill Cosby did not violate the United States District Court for the Southern District of New York's rules. The opinion and reasoning in Cosby's case applies directly to Ghislaine Maxwell's case, David Marcus wrote in June um, in the June 30th op-ed, writing that despite the despite its promise not to go after Maxwell, federal prosecutors in New York brought a, a federal case against her after Epstein died, arguing that it does not need to be it not need to live up to the deal struck by federal prosecutors in Miami. But that reason makes no sense, he added. We have one federal government, and the agreement says clearly that the United States would not prosecute Maxwell. That is something that I think is important, because that's exactly what happened with Bill Cosby and how he was released later. What do you guys think about that? Especially, Jared, what do you think about that? Could this be a loophole if she had a, had already signed a deal with the federal government, although it was made in Miami, and to not be prosecuted while Epstein was being prosecuted, but now that she's been prosecuted, could she now walk? Could this be invoked and somehow have her released? Well, certainly, I mean, that's, that's what John Ott said, right? I mean, that's definitely, I mean, it's a fine distinction. And I guess you look to precedent to see if it's been done in the past, because every judge is kind of looking over their shoulder. They don't want to get appealed. 
Um, and there's so many eyes on this, you know, as you said, one of the cases of the century, right? So, I mean, if that, if that, it's a, it's a question of who are the parties and generally the, you know, for a contract, cause it's a contract, generally speaking contracts, they don't include third party beneficiaries in, in, of the contract. So nobody benefits from the contract except for the parties to the contract, unless the contract specifically says it's for the benefit of some third party for whatever reason. But, it, you know, I suppose it is true. The government is the government. But if it's like, you know, I suppose if it. Oh, Jared, you wanted to make. Yeah, we can't hear you, Jared. Yeah, we can't hear you, Jarrett. Okay, yeah, he is in a matrix. They definitely don't want that to be heard. But yeah, guys, the floor is open. Was justice served today? Do you think um, she's going to get off, you know, with a light sentence and possibly, um, you know, maybe spend one or two years and then have all of this revoked because of this federal agreement that she already had? Jared's back. <laughs> hey, Lisa, does anybody know when they said um, sentencing will take place? Is that in the news yet? Um, I have not seen that. I've been getting my updates from Twitter, and I'm not saying that it's not there. I just haven't seen it yet. But yeah, guys, was justice served today? So the definite. So this is Carla. So the definition of um, justice is served. Uh, uh, I just did a quick Google. It says proper punishment or fair treatment is given by the legal system. If that is the definition, I would say no, because. We don't know what we we don't know what she's going to be given. They haven't determined that yet. So just to say that she was guilty to, is not enough for me. So I don't think justice is served yet. But that's my opinion. And I mean, if she, they have to do the minimum mandatory right for federal sentencing. So what's that for conspiracy? Yeah, but but again, like even the I don't think she can file a judgment withstanding a verdict because unless of course they look at jury instructions, so that's one option. Um, and number two is the case is never over until like it's reached the Supreme Court, and even sometimes these cases can go to the United Nations. So it's not over until you exhaust all of your remedies, and or miss a deadline to exhaust your remedies. So I'm quite sure that this case is going to go to the appeals court from appeals court to the Supreme Court and so forth. And it usually stops at the Supreme Court. Um, but again, like it depends on the information. If she provided information about Epstein that the that the, the prosecutor and the jury necessarily relied on to introduce additional evidence that would be necessarily considered hearsay, but for the fact that they violated her right, uh, uh, what we, I'm presuming is a, a um, a binding non-prosecution agreement, then that case would be overturned. So if 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 she if she struck a deal to say that um, 
yeah, I'm going to tell you that I was with Epstein when he had these three girls and okay, I was there and yeah, I seen him do this <clears throat> and I have an agreement that they're not going to prosecute me for being there. And then the, those girls, those four women, their statements is but for the fact that I had already admitted that I was there with Epstein at a certain time. Um, had I not admitted to that in a prior non-binding agreement, then there would be no basis for those women to even testify against me because they wouldn't be able to prove that I was actually there without violating that non-binding agreement. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. But when you're you... arguing a, an appeal, it's based on law, not on necessarily the specifics. You have to show that there was something that happened that went against your rights or something that wasn't presented correctly it's not about just saying oh this piece of evidence wasn't correct or that piece of evidence is not correct that's not how the um uh process goes well no the, the thing is the supreme court doesn't usually determine who wins or loses the case it, it determines stuff on a constitutional basis right so if it's a violation of my constitutional rights that it was used as a it was used as a uh uh a material fact that i was there because i said it during a non-binding uh, agreement and then for them to take that as basis um to prove and, and give validity to the four women's statement then that's a violation of my constitution whose mic is that that's not so i think she has a hot mic Okay, then th that's what I'm saying. It's about okay. If I, if I sit down and strike a deal, and it's it's a not, it's a deal saying that you're not going to share this, and you're not going to come back at me for telling you this. That's the same as like uh, uh you know, there's co-defendants in one situation, and one of them offer up all the information needed to prosecute the other defendants. Well, I beat you to the punch, and now we have agreement that I will only get probation instead of ten years in prison. And then you come back and say that here's your ten years in prison. You just violated my constitutional rights. But for the fact that you wouldn't have known any of that to prosecute any of those people, had I not agreed with you to 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 say that. So, but for the fact that she made a deal. Um, to give up information about Epson, they was able to convict him. And so a part of that deal was you can't use this against me. And so if I said that, yeah, they, these four women were here and Epson did these this to him, you can't go in court and here's give this one piece of paper where I admitted that to the jury or bring that up in, in court and tell the jury that, oh, she's already admitted that she was there. And so now that's given validity to these four women. So if if I throw that out, that one piece of paper proving that she was there, then and these women are saying that, then they it would they would have to work harder to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that she was even there. So when you're looking at the standard for beyond a reasonable doubt, without them violating her constitutional rights by giving up that information that she admitted that she was actually there, they would then have to prove that she was there. And that's her defense team could say that, oh, she wasn't there. You know how the game goes, but that's what I'm saying. Like she could literally walk scot free. Yeah, but that's what the witnesses are for. So even if she provided, they provided her with that, okay, amenity. Um, based on that, the trial was about the victims that were there. They placed her there. So anything that she would have, in my opinion, said about Ex Epstein is not no longer valid, or that piece of paper is no longer valid because there were witnesses that came in and placed her there. So it's a little tricky. It is, but what but what I'm saying, I, do we know that for a fact? So I think this conversation is based in theory. So theoretically speaking, 
if they if these like if 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 Lisa go to court and say I did something to her on this day and at this time, she she would have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that I was actually there at that time. But if 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 my co-defendant was with me and I strike a deal saying that okay, this person you necessarily depend on me saying that this person and I was there in order to validate what I'm saying about this other person. And I strike a deal saying that you won't use against me that I was actually there. And you actually do. Because if you, if you, if you don't use that against me in a, in another case, then those witnesses would have to prove that I was there and you can't prove that I was there without me actually telling you I was there in a previous non-binding agreement. Therefore, when I look at it beyond a reasonable doubt, Lisa can't prove that it was me because she can't even prove that I was there without them violating my constitutional right in which I already admitted that I was there. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, but I would be able to prove that you were there. Me and the other witnesses. That's hearsay. So and we still can take you. No, that's not hearsay. Hearsay is if I someone else said that you said I was there. But if I am the witness and I, I witnessed you being there, that is not hearsay. Okay, I have but, a question. But, but it, I, this is Elena. Do not. Um, what you're talking about as far as um, hey Elena, this I is Elena. Seen you in a while. <laughs> I know. I see you on Instagram though. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been on here in a while. Um, yeah, I was thinking. You know, Jeffrey Epstein was never actually uh convicted of any crime before his death. So, if there was something, how could there be anything binding? Because he never went to trial. He was convicted. He took a plea bargain. Uh, he never went to first in his first trial. He had a trial oh, before that one. You're talking about in 2008. Right, 2008. Okay. Mm -hmm. So in yeah, 2008. and that was for um, uh, prostituting a minor. And... No, I know. I know about yeah. the 2008 okay. case. Cool. I'm thinking about 2019. Um, he never went to trial. Right. Correct. Uh huh. Okay. So that you know, I don't know if people are talking about recently because. Where are you talking about bringing her? There would have been something binding from the 2008 case. I'm not sure. Uh, but the the thing I was thinking about was everybody was asking, you know, did, did, is justice served? We don't know yet because there hasn't been any, the sentencing hasn't happened. Do I think it was served as far as her conviction? Um, I do only because it it's, I feel like where there's smoke, there's fire. There's no way she was not involved in this sex trafficking operation. Um she the the count six is the maximum sentence of forty years. So depending on whether it's concurrent or consecutive, um, you know, each, all the other ones are up to five years. You know, a maximum of five years, uh, which I think is actually kind of low for anything related to sex trafficking. Um, if you understand the nature of sex trafficking and what happens, and you know, if we're gonna, it just it just seems kind of low. But the, neither here nor there, that's the maximum. But the maximum for the count six is up to 40 years. So just seeing how much time she actually gets, um, I, I think I can't, I can say right now, justice seems to be on its way to being served because she has been convicted um, of a very, very serious crime against, um, you know, human lives, specifically minors. And um, so I'll be able to say, it just seems like it's on its way to being served once we see what the sentencing is. This is Elena, and I'm done. This is not. I just... agree with you on that. Do we know what the minimum um, combined uh, would be? The minimum combined sentencing. 
Do we have that yet? No, I think they decide that at the end. Now somebody else can speak, but they can do consecutive or concurrent. But I don't, I don't think that's been established. I don't think justice, to be honest, has been served because as long as there's no sentencing and the truth of the matter is it could be just another smokes and, you know, mirrors and smoke at the end of the day because we could hear another, oh, she committed suicide in herself, you know, until we actually have a proper sentencing and we know that she's behind bars. I would definitely not be rejoicing with this, to be honest. Could you explain that more? You mean, you mean, um, if she is behind bars a while, she's awaiting sentencing. When she's behind bars and has a sentencing, I mean, Epstein committed so-called allegedly suicide in prison. Do we know that for certain? These people are so well connected. I mean, this is someone that was connected to the royal family, connected to every possibly world leader. I don't think it's just as simple to put away somebody who's connected to such high figures you know high key figure heads of states like she knows too much on too many people i think what was presented in the court wasn't the tip of the iceberg of what she actually knows because remember with everything she was epstein's right hand woman man whatever you want to call her so she knew everything and as far as i'm concerned this is just another Let's serve the public what they want to hear, but it's actually not what's actually happening. So that's my opinion. I could be wrong, but that's how I feel. Yeah, we have a whole lot, I suspect, I should say, we have a whole lot of people who were not given justice, who are in some cases children that were very young, this rabbit hole in my my deep gut feeling is that this rabbit hole runs deep and it is dark and um i don't think we got as deep and as dark as uh as it as it goes i don't know if we ever will but my hope is that something else happens yeah because it definitely doesn't end with her or jeffrey epstein it didn't begin with them either definitely not sex um sex trafficking and even sex trafficking among minors is a billion dollar business it's um and i don't know if anybody in here has ever worked with um children who are trafficked it is um i mean even where i live in atlanta it's just the network is so complex the rat as you said um i think um I, i think brie the rabbit hole runs so deep. I don't think it'll ever be eradicated, but I think that if people know that the the consequences are heavy, not I me mean, in addition to probably losing your family and everything else when people find out, but the consequences, I think it would help if people knew that the consequences were extremely heavy because it is, it is like, I live in a place where, you know, sex trafficking is like number three in the world because of our airport. And um, I, I agree. It's just, it's like, it's almost like she's being, I'm not saying used because she did it, but it's like setting an example that even if you are wealthy and powerful, you will be convicted of this crime um, because this is, this is horrific. 
Actually, you know, I don't I don't think it has anything to do with being wealthy and powerful when it comes down to convictions, especially of something like this. I would think if you were wealthy and, and powerful that you would have a less chance of being convicted, um, if you honestly ask me. But what we're seeing is like uh, cancer culture. And obviously we, we didn't see this trial. We didn't see the witnesses or anything like that. But other trials that we've seen, we've, we've also seen the public, the court of public opinion, you know, dictate and determine how these cases turned out in cancer culture and stuff like that. So, um, and Jared can speak more to it when it comes to victim testimony, um, uh, under the, the standard of beyond a reasonable doubt. So I, I don't, that's questionable to me in this day and age. Cause you know, cancer coaches everywhere. You mean to not, you don't, cause you, people kind of expect the rich and powerful to be able to get off like walk away from a case like this with a not guilty verdict. You right. see what I'm saying? If they even get that far because they are rich and powerful. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's a message that it doesn't matter what you have. You will not walk away scot-free having done something like this. Elena, something I've come to realize is that, and I, I kind of lost my train of thought on this, but the bottom line is, is like what average everyday people perceive is not the truth, right? It's very surface level. And when it's a situation like this, we understand that it's not, it doesn't go to the depths of the actual issue of the groups of people and what the purpose was behind having children involved in all of this, right? So I I understand that mindset in the sense of, yeah, superficially, that's what it looks like. But thanks to groups like this, we're able to say, hold up. We know that that's not even what, what it's really about. More than likely, she's been cast aside as a disposable person in this, you know, circle. And it's just there to appease people. Something I would like, I have a question for Jared is, you know, I don't know. I'm becoming very skeptical of the system. And to me, lawyers are actors. Um, a lot of these people that we see in front of us are actors. And no offense to you, Jared, but I do have a question for you in regards to that because you did say something that um, I felt could be the case, but um, I'd like you to confirm and just speak to this a little bit. You, you said that the defense attorney can negotiate with the judge on the parameters of which like, the jurors decide whether the um, defendant is guilty or not. Um, doesn't that strike you as a potential conflict of interest? Doesn't that strike you as a potential um, point of corruption? Also, if that's the case, then, you know, for me at this point, I'm starting to feel like all of this is acting. <laughs> you know, like how they have mock trials in school and stuff. Like all these people have the ability to congregate behind the scenes, the defense attorney, the prosecutor, the judge, and work out agreements of how the situation is going to go, what's allowed, what's not allowed. And in that situation, it's quite apparent that we can see, you know, these things can be completely staged to a large degree. Can you speak to that? Uh, Jared's unavailable right now. He's driving, picking up his daughter. So um, he'll be back when he can safely be able to uh, make commentary. Okay, thanks. No worries. But I, I, I can briefly touch up on, yeah, it's it's true. Like, you know, half the time the state attorneys and probably, they all work together. They're co-workers. Um, 
and you know, and, and then sometimes the decision that they make is beyond the scope of law. Um, I mean, like if a tell if if some like um, who's Der- the Derek Chauvin trial? Like when they tried to introduce the um, video of him at, actually on um, George Floyd's neck, like they were the the defense and the in the judge and them they were determining whether they was going to enter into the court case or not. I don't know if you guys remember, but the entire broadcast went off. It went off of national TV. So we don't know if that was actually entered as far uh, until the uh, evidence pool for the jury to determine whether or not he was guilty. I don't know if you guys remember that. But so it's like they are actors. They know the law. They know if they don't say things or say say and do certain things or if they actually do and say certain things that it can make or break a case. So uh, people who are not trained to understand that. Um, oftentimes get railroaded in the system. Like I know for a fact that in the state of Florida, um, you can't file a motion to uh, dismiss in a criminal action um, before, uh, you can't file it after you've made a plea. But, you know, half the times people are locked up in jail. Now the defense attorney and the judge and all of them are trying to force you to make a plea. And they're not telling you that you're waiving certain rights, um, such as giving up the right to file a motion to dismiss once you find out and get all the evidence and realize they don't have a case against you. You have to stand and fight it. You've waived, you've inherently waived their right, which I feel is is unconstitutional. So they are all actors. The judge know it. The prosecutor know it. The defense attorney know it. They're not going to tell you because it's all about it's all a money game. It's all about getting that bond over you and, and, and under your insurance and everything. So, yeah, they're actors. So, guys, I just wanted to interject, right? Um, As far as the legalities of this, I don't want us to lose sight of the big picture by being down in the weeds too much. I mean, yeah, we can speculate and we can give ourselves a headache. But at the end of the day, I think the overarching theme and the big takeaway is that, um, you know, in this situation, it's like the police investigating and trying to prosecute themselves because it's a a wide work. They all um she was sacrificed i honestly believe that um she had her uh and um guys if you're um, not speaking please mute your mics um but i think that her and epstein got a little too much power right because remember they were involved in in my opinion this is just my opinion this is not a fact but just based upon you know her father's background he was Um, uh, an intelligence asset for three different countries' intelligence agencies. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein allegedly was as well, and so was Ghislaine herself, right? And so not only did they have the job of procuring these um, minors um, from not just teenagers, but all the way down, allegedly, to very, very young toddlers, okay? Even babies. This is how egregious this is. They own, They also had the more important job of keeping the files um, and the intel of all the people, the blackmail, if you will, of all the people that participated in this. So this is where the power lie. I think something fell apart somewhere in their web and in their network. And Jeffrey became a little bit too powerful, maybe threatened the wrong people, got a little bit too big for his britches. And so he, you know, had to be put back into his place. I don't believe that he died, right? Um, at the beginning of this trial, I, I, you know, I said when we started the, the, the series of the rooms, 
was basically to pay attention to who's going to be stepping down, you know, who may be passing away, who's going to be convicted of, you know, something getting wrapped up because she was in there singing like a bird. Okay. All that happened. So I think when I asked the question, it, I just wanted to take a poll of the audience and see how everyone was feeling. If anyone thought that this was justice, um, it wasn't justice from the beginning because she wasn't charged with all of the right things. Those were victims, but there are more victims and there's more heinous crime. So this is the least of what she could have been charged with, right? And so, yeah, while foul, you know, being found guilty is something, um, we haven't even began to scratch the, you know what I'm saying, the surface. This is just the tip of the iceberg and there's so much more and so many more uh, people in high places that need to be exposed. That's my commentary, guys. The floor is open. I'd love to hear your feedback. I agree with you, um, Lisa. I, I, that's what I was saying. I think she was used as an example, despite the fact that she was guilty, if that makes any sense. Um, she was just kind of the person that they put out, you know, forefront um, to take the fall. So, you know, of course, there's so many more people that were involved in, to, to, to do something like this. It takes a network. So there's a lot of people involved in the network. And if you're saying justice from that standpoint, I would have to say no, justice was not served. If we're thinking about her as an individual, I, was, I don't. I'm saying that I think justice is on the way to being served based on what sentencing she gets. But overall, as far as how this whole thing happened, the people that are involved, then definitely justice was not served. Elena, when you say example, example to whom? Um, other, you know, kind of general, I think kind of general, people um, who may be involved, you know, who are, are participating in, su in such activities all around the world, um, uh, the people who were involved, you know, putting her, to the forefront to take the fall. So I just meant that she was probably being used as the front man to take the fall. But the example I was saying was people, other people who are doing it and seeing that these people that are perceived to be in positions of power could possibly take the fall, even though it was only her. And there are a lot of other people who are way more powerful than her who are not even, you know, being talked to, I, I, you know, as far as we know about their role in it. Does that make does that answer the question? Yeah, it seems like you have a very positive outlook on the system. So I, I understand. No, I don't. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> right. And also like in what what you're saying with that list of co-conspirators, like somebody filed that lawsuit and said that basically the plaintiff in that civil suit alleged that over the course of thirty years the co-defendants, which included Jay Z, Beyonce, Kanye, Disney, Universal, Epstein and etc. basically unlawfully surveillance drug and abducted them for sexual assault, sex trafficking, and other exploitive abuse. It also basically conspired to transact a purchase agreement to buy them from their um, lawful parents. That case was filed in August 2020 and dismissed as frivolous a month uh, later. So um, even if it's true, like the court system dismissed it as frivolous because it's just probably the person who filed it is not a licensed attorney or just came with so many facts and you know sometimes the truth can seem so bizarre you know so i think that's what happened yeah i think that um there is a 
uh, assault charge still pending perhaps against Prince Andrew. Um, it'll be interesting to see if uh, that actually uh, follows through or if they'll just, you know, give her hush money and she goes away. But I think that's still outstanding. Not sure, though. Oh, sorry, I'm playing with my son. But um, uh, Elaine, I have a question for you. So you believe there are good politicians at the top who ensured that she was convicted for a greater good purpose? Hmm. Um, not, I think I know what you're asking because you said that you, you say I'm speaking positively about the justice system. So in that regard, I would say no. Um, con convicting one person can sometimes take the heat off of other people. I do think when I say she was used as the front man, I think that there may have been people involved. Like if we go ahead and convict her, it can possibly take the heat off of other people. Uh, so I would have to say no to that. Because I don't consider that to be a good thing. I don't consider that to be a good thing. Does that answer the question? Yes, I understood that piece. But you said something, something like um, it's an example to others who are doing this that, you know, no matter how rich and powerful you are, you can be mm -hmm. taken down too. I, oh, I see. Maybe you mean in the negative way. Like, you think you're so bad, we're better than you, like stay in your place type of way. It's not like in a positive way, like, hey, watch out, don't do these things. It's more like if you're going to do these things, you're going to play by my rules. And if you step out of line, you're out of here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, got it. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Do you guys foresee, um, see her um, possibly like uh, once confined? Coming yeah, um, out you're great call. We can't hear you. Know, you. you might need to um, take out names and stuff to kind of like. Yeah, um, we can't hear you. Reduce her sentence to reduce her sentence. You know. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you guys hear me now? Critical. Try that again. We couldn't hear you. Okay. Can you guys hear me now? I'm driving. My bad. Much better. Yeah, we can hear you now. All right. I was I was just asking. Um, do you guys perceive maybe something where, when she once she's confined, um, she comes out, you know, names and stuff. Okay, critical. You're gonna have to come back um, and ask your question when you get um, your phone situation stabilized. Yeah, we can't. Hear you. I'm gonna have to put them on mute. You know. Yeah, I'm fine. Hi, this is Isis. How is everyone? Can I speak? Yeah, go ahead, Isis. Um, I just came into the room because I saw the title and I wanted to ask, what does that look like? Um, her sentence, guilty, what does that look like? What kind of time does she get and what's going on? That's what we don't know yet, okay? So with the charges that she had, she was facing up to 70 years, right? 
um, there's not been enough, you know, time. So um, her sentence is going to be based upon other variables. So we don't know how much time she's going to get. Right now, we're just speculating. This just happened today around 530, about an hour and a half, you know, it came in. So there will be, you know, more developing um, news um, over time. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure there'll be a lot more tomorrow that can be reported. But as of right now, it's really hard for us to tell, um, you know, until those uh, legal professionals start giving us some scenarios on what could happen with the sentencing. Okay, thank you, Lisa. You're welcome. It's like generally the minimum on uh, crimes, just the general crimes at that level is five years. And I think she's already done some of that time. So uh, on account be... six, the, the maximum is 40 years. Oh, on account six? Okay, this was not yeah. that. Had six counts. She was not um, found guilty on the first count, which was the enticement, meaning that I guess there wasn't enough evidence to say that she was actually going out there and recruiting girls, you know, like bringing them in. That's the enticement piece. But she mm -hmm. was found on all the other counts. And count six is a maximum of 40 years. So you got a, you got five counts and then one with up to 40. And I think all the rest of them are up to five. Don't you think that first count was something that uh, was just who she was? Even though they couldn't prove it, just knowing um, that type of person that would be recruiting because of her name and her, you know, her um, title in society and people just want to be next to her. So, of course, she can name drop and, you know, in invite anybody she wanted to that would be interested well, so yeah word on the screen. i think she's guilty of the first excuse me count. guys i'm sorry i'm sorry to interject how you doing lisa what I'm, i know that this is the forefront room of this so i want to ask a question because word on the street is that she is taking a proffer visit before her sentencing a what a proffer visit is when you take a visit with the district attorney so he could consider you in sentencing oh wow well, no, I think that's normal. No, 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 it's that is like... not normal. In the streets, we call them snitches. That is not normal. That is not normal. You are snitching. Oh, they're going to kill her before then, then. That's okay. word on the street. I, I, I know to... that this is this is the room. <laughs> this is the room where all the experts are. Lisa put a lot of time into this. So this is the room where all the experts are with that. These people have been to courtrooms. <laughs> and people have everything. So I know proper. the people that have been in the courtroom, I see. Okay. So Catherine is on stage, but we have Jared, who is an actual lawyer. Um, Jared, he stepped out. He'll be back shortly. He had to take care of some personal stuff, but you know, he's been helping us with the legal aspects of this, you know? So I would um, definitely want to ask him, can you repeat what you just said though? Sucker free. Like she agreed to do what, but what the judge She's, before? Uh, allegedly, She's mm -hmm. taking a proffer visit. I know proffer visits, proffer visits in drug cases. I know about them, but it's the same federal system. It's just different charges. But a proffer visit is when you blew trial, you were convicted of the crime that you were accused of, and before sentencing, you take your district, your attorney speaks to the district attorney, and he sits down just to hear what you have to say. There's no deal, but he just sits down and hears the information that you have. So could help you in sentencing so he could re represent you in front of the judge and say, no, uh, so and so helped me with this. So 
you could give him a lenient charge or whatever. So that's word on the street, and she's gonna take a proper visit. Yo, and man, another word on the street. Well, another well, word wait, on the street is wait one that, second. Let's break that down because a proper. Just, just let me give you another word on the street, so we can break both of them down. I don't want to conflate both of them at Go the ahead. same time. So a proper. I thought a proper was something that had to happen, like an affirmative defense before. You're convicted. Like that's 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 a violation. That's not constitutional for you to be like, oh, now I'm. Gonna I'm not a lawyer. I, I just know that. the proper visit status. I know that in drug cases, before they get sentenced, they take them. I don't know the legality of them or anything. But word on the street is she's gonna take a visit with the district attorney to spill out some information because Giselle is not ready to do no fifty years, forty years in jail. And another thing is, Jeffrey Epstein's first case where they sealed it. Where he did the, the the time with Victoria thing, they thinking about unsealing that case, allegedly. I know this is where all the good nerds with the good investigation reporters and all that. So get on it because I need the information too. He just call us nerds. <laughs> yeah, you got to be proud to be a nerd. That's a good thing. I wish I was cool with all the nerds and not them stupid ass niggas. I was cool with. I would have been in a different place. Fuck them niggas got me in a lot of trouble. Nerds would have got me fucking lit. But uh, I love nerds. <laughs> and I love everybody in the room. Thank you for all. But this is the, guys, I listen. This is the room where they went and dissected everything. I started the room with this shit. But no other room could give you the information that this one could give you. Because these motherfuckers is actually do every day. Bang, bang. This will happen today. So y'all got the whole pieces of every puzzle right here. Yeah, that's a fact. And a second free, I appreciate you saying that because you know what I'm saying? Lisa was right it's as right and was wrong as wrong. I'm transparent to the end. I got a room talking about Giselle because motherfuckers are talking about it in one of my rooms. Like just, like just, you know what I'm saying? That's the thing about this app. You have a lot of suckers on this app that do that. They we know, suck they a free, baby. Like, we suck a free, Suckers. Like, you haven't done the, the put in the work that I have. Nobody. Nobody. And like, I don't stay, say. Stay in, your, stay in your lane. You know what I'm saying? And so you got motherfuckers out here doing opposite rooms of this room, knowing damn well you don't have a stage until I put you on a stage, okay? And now you, like, that shit is whack. But go ahead and do your thing because that shit is, is bound to fail. I had to get that out because people... No, 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 no. The only reason I started that room, Lisa, is because... People always let me know what time it is because I don't even see that shit because I got bitches blocked on here, okay? So, you know, let's go. Let's is go. that who I think it is, though? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You know, we had to throw a little flavor into the room, but we got to put it out there to let it know what time it is. If you've been riding with the, the Matrix Unveiled, you will see the copycats out there. You're going to see the rip-offs out there. You're going to see the, the non-content creators that try to steal everybody else's ideas that not really doing the work because in this room what we're actually trying to do is not gain popularity but shed light on shit that is happening for real in the real world so that people can be oriented in the right way so they can protect their children that they can protect themselves because this sex trafficking this human trafficking it goes all the way down to the child protective services that will come to you in your home move your children from you and put them into system. We have broke down all the statistics. We have posted all the articles. We have done multiple, multiple, multiple videos 
okay? Because we're actually trying to help people, not trying to gain followers or put up our numbers. By the way, if you're not fond of club, go ahead and do that right now, okay? Because this is where you're going to get the information. So, Ghislaine Maxwell has been found guilty. We're not worrying about these biters and these haters on this app. You know what I'm saying? The best, just show up and be the best version of yourself. And that's how things actually work for you. Just by being you. People don't know the work that you put in, the days that you started rooms that nobody came to, the shit that you actually, you know what I'm saying? The, 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 the shade, the hatred. Lisa, 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 was understood, don't need to be spoken about. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of being a sucker because I started a room, but you know why I started a room? I'm transparent with this shit. Motherfuckers are talking about that shit in my other room, the shit came through the wire. Like, go ahead, listen, I want to talk about Giselle? Go over there, nigga. Over here, we ain't talking Girl's about that. Period. Oh, let's get back on topic. That we can get back on topic, but there's nothing wrong, you know, if you got to snap out every now and again, and the replays are on, so whoever got their burner, if you want to clip that shit, clip it. What happened? <laughs> y'all know. Y'all gonna have to come I in on get, burners fucking with Lisa. <laughs> I got it. I can get ugly if I need to, because you know what I'm saying? I don't bother nobody on this app. Stay in your fucking lane. You know what I'm saying? Watch your lane. You know what I'm saying? Lock and load. And this is why y'all keep getting shot because you're not paying attention to your targets. Not your target. Love anyway, it. We got Jeremy. <laughs> hey, Lisa, what's going on? What, what up? What's, 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 up, what's good? So, guys, Tunde was one of our correspondents, okay, from the Matrix Unveil Club. You tell me, anybody else on this app had people going into the courtroom, okay, taking notes. We had three. We had Tunde. We had um, uh, uh, Annette and um, another person. And they all went into the courtroom on different days. Sometimes they met up in court on certain days. They went in, they wrote things down. They came back at the end of the day. They gave us those briefings, exactly what was going on. So we didn't have to rely on Twitter or what was going on on the new secondhand information. We had that information right here. So shout out to Tunde and all the people that went into the courtroom to, to provide us with that information. Um, yeah, Tunde, so what are your thoughts on What's happening today? You know, what do you think? Oh yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's a good. It's a good day um, for justice and, and humanity. I, I shared in the sucker freeze room not too long ago, and I was actually looking in the hallways for your room. So <laughs> I, I don't know if you did. You just open this? No, it's been. Open. Oh, it's been, it's been open. I, for some reason, I couldn't. I was actually complaining to Sucker Free. I'm like, how is there only one room about this topic? Like, this is the most into, uh, important topic of the day. But I think it's a good day for justice, the, uh, for humanity, for the for people who've been victims of this, you know, uh, disgusting act. Um, you know, and, and we all know that a lot of victims don't always get justice, but to have a such a high profile case like this and you know from attending the courtrooms like you said it wasn't just my opinion i think it was consensus of other other people as well who attended the courtroom it didn't look like justice was going to be in favor of the victims just because of like the defense that Ghislaine had even when it closed out i remember you know Ghislaine said something like she didn't need to testify because she was so confident, like, you know, just cocky, confident with it. And her, like, defense attorneys, they came with the same, the same energy, just like, you know, they had the bravado, the, 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 the confidence, they had the charisma, um, they had the calm, the poise, 
and the victim's attorneys um first off the the woman leading the the, the team was a young she was a young woman so you know in these professions like years of experience do come into play so not to downplay you know how good she is or her talent as a legal attorney but also just her matching up against Galen's defense team it just didn't look like a fair matchup and we didn't get the same confidence that we got from Galen's uh, defense team from 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 her so that kind of didn't really instill a lot of confidence and optimism in people but to see this you know actually turn in the favor of the victims is is, is a good thing and I think what we need to look forward to now is what is her sentencing going to look like? Is her sentencing going to be an opportunity for her to negotiate a deal to bring other people down that we all want to see come down as well? Because it can't just stop at Galen. I'm, I'm pretty sure all the other people now that are connected to this in high places, they're probably shaking in their boots right now because they probably didn't see this coming. So they're probably having the same conversations we're having. Well, if Galen got took down, what does that mean for me? Uh, <laughs> you know, you're damn right. Who's next? That's what I'm saying. Is so I don't know who's next. There's a lot of people connected. You know, we got a lot of names on that uh, flight log, right? So I, I'm pretty sure a lot of those people are thinking now how Ghislaine coming down can possibly bring them down. And I think that's what we all as a people should be looking forward to next. It's like, okay, Ghislaine got took down, but it can't just stop at Ghislaine. Now we got to, now we know she's guilty, right? So all the people that's connected to her, how about them? You know, it, we got to get this justice across the board. And I think if we could, if that could get pulled off, I think that would be just so beautiful because there's a lot of, there's a lot of people who are victims who probably were reached out to to participate in this trial, but because of fear, they said, no, I'm just going to keep living my life. I don't want nothing to do with this anymore. I walked away from it. Y'all don't bother me about it. I don't know nothing about no Ghislaine, no Epstein. And that's fear, right? So the four people who came to, you know, participate in this trial, it took a lot out of them to actually be like, you know what? Fuck the fear. I'm, I'm going, yes, we're doing this trial. I am a victim. My voice is going to be heard. So now that there is justice for these four, imagine the ripple effect is going to have over all the other victims who are scared to speak up prior, all the other victims who are connected to all the other um, people that are connected to Ghislaine, like, you know, the people on the flight logs. Those people are going to feel confident, too, to be like, well, I need my justice, too. God damn it. Like, let, let's go on with the rest of these trials. So. I'm just looking forward to see how all of that is going to play out. And I hope it does. Now, whether or not it does, you know, I don't know if there's any experts of the legal system who want to speak on that. I would love to hear their thoughts, but that that's what I'm more looking forward to right now. Um, and I hope Look, that answers your question, Lisa. Yes. Thank you, Tunde. Thank you so much. And Tunde, guys, took off work. You know what I'm saying? To go into the courthouse for us. Because um, when we initially started the room on the yeah, the trial, we thought we are going to be... Guys, can you please mute your mic? Thanks. Uh, we thought we were going to be able to go, you know, listen and stream it into the room. That's what I thought. 
but then we couldn't, you know, and so you know, we made some phone calls, some of the, I mean, this has been a very active group. Some of the most amazing people have been on these stages. You know, I didn't do this by myself, you know what I'm saying, without these amazing people that have also done the research that have been adding, we basically came together with a concerted effort. I'm just so proud of how, how everyone has done, you know, and the reason why is because listen, there are victims like Tunde is saying, right? There are victims right now that that nobody knows that they even exist, that they're still in captivity. That's the thing. And, you know, when I have had people reach out to me, you know, since I've been doing these rooms about, you know, speaking out about their own abuse and things that has happened to them. And they didn't, they felt alone and they felt like they were in a silo. And that in a, that is a prison in and of itself, right? that you don't feel that no one will believe you, that you came into contact with some of these people and these things that have happened to you, right? Um, and so just by creating a platform, speaking about it, you know, not being afraid to say some of the, the what most people think are wild and crazy things about, you know, the Royals being involved, this going all the way up to the Vatican, you know, talking about Boys Town in Philadelphia. I'm, I don't think Boys Town was in Philadelphia. I forget where Boys Town was, where the father that um, Catholic priests, you know, started, you know, all of this, that it goes so deep and so wide. They're Omaha, Nebraska, Nebraska. Thank you. That, um, I don't know why I keep thinking it's in Philadelphia. Come on out, Philadelphia. But, Come on. <laughs> but you know what there's, and then I want to hear also, I want to hear from anyone on the stage, but I want to give um, Catherine just a moment to speak because she has also connected me through this. I've met so many great people just from um, covering this topic. Um, you know, and she's connected me with someone that um, I'm going to be bringing on the app on Tuesday. So you guys stay tuned. If you're not following the, um, if you're not following the club, make sure you do that. Follow myself and follow the moderators. That way, when I open up that room and other rooms, you guys will be notified immediately. Um, this is not about followers. This is about getting the truth out. We're at the, we are at a very dire straits in our society. Um, everything is, you know, all the, like, <laughs> I'm not a Trump fan. I'm not an either fan. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not that. But I do like when he said draining the swamp because that's what's happening. You know, a lot of things are coming to the surface and it started with, you know, the WikiLeaks, you know, with um, the, the Podesta and the files and the, the Pizzagate and all this stuff. But it goes so much deeper. But we can only um, attack it one segment at a time. But we, it needs to be spoken about. It cannot be forgotten about. People can't conspiracy theory shame you to death. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so the more that we raise our voices and, and make this something that is um, normal to talk about, then the people that are victims, they can step forward and they can say, hey, there are safe spaces in the world that people won't think that we're crazy or think that we're lying or dismiss us for, you know, telling our, our stories. You know what I mean? So with that being said, I'm going to yield my mic. And um, Catherine, are you there? How are you feeling about this? Because I know you are also in the courtroom as well. Um, sorry, I was just. <laughs> okay, do you want to come? Pardon me, I was just like putting some food in do my you want mouth. To come back to I was waiting to hear what it was. <laughs> just a salad. Um, I'm just gonna, oh yeah, I mean, I, I mean it would have been completely mayhem, I think, if they would would have let her walk. I mean, I, you know, if, if, if it didn't induce a riot, I mean, then like we're truly living in a world of like zombies. So I, I didn't think that they were going to do that. I figured they would just, they would definitely give her something. 
but for absolute certain, um, this has to be the beginning of going after the Johns. I mean, there's that's all there is to it. Um, you know, again, I just was, um, you know, letting James Martinez on Instagram know, and his response was that this is just the beginning. And I replied, "You mean like the the Johns are gonna are gonna be next?" And he said, "Yes." So I mean, I was a little bit pessimistic about that, but if that could happen, if that would, I mean, I truly pray that that actually does happen. I mean, I'm a little bit skeptical, I gotta say, but I really do hope so. Thank you so much. Hey, Lisa, can I say something? Yes, guys, we always run an open floor in here. So anyone can speak. Um, you don't have to ask. You know, the only thing is just don't speak over others. Yeah, you got it. Go ahead. Sorry, I just don't want to be rude. Um, I just wanted to say that um, I've kind of said everything I wanted to say about Ghislaine and the trial, but... I've also been kind of on the outskirts of um, this whole clubhouse thing and like scene was like been going down. So I totally understand um, your energy towards everything. And I just wanted to say that like there are people that really appreciate like what you're bringing. And um, yeah, I like go out of rooms specifically to go into your room. So I just wanted to say that. Thank you. That is so awesome. I appreciate you and I appreciate you for saying that. Yeah, so we have, I, we have people on stage that we haven't heard from, guys. Come on now. Come on. I just want to say real quick, do you think Bill Gates, a John, I mean, in all likelihood, a John, is he going to get prosecuted for being a John? Like, give me a break. Like, if we're not going to prosecute him for killing half the world, we shouldn't prosecute him for that either. I'm just saying I find that really hard to like imagine happening. Oprah's next because also she's in trouble in Africa for all the violations in that school, the sexual violations. She's next. Wait, what school in Africa? What? What's, <laughs> right, you got to unpack that. Okay, you guys didn't hear about a couple of years ago. Remember when she opened that all-girls school? And, you know, she did her whole thing, brought her cameras, and all these young girls were coming to that school for a better life. And then two years later, it was found out that all these girls were being either missing or sexually abused. And she knew about it or she was part of it? Are we talking about this? It's Oprah's school. It's her school. The school that she, like, built out in Africa. It's her school, her foundation. And she closed yes. it down for a little while, too. That's right. Exactly. It's crazy in there. She's next. She's next. But guess her what? and Naomi her, Campbell are next. No, her spiritual healer from Brazil is a piece of shit. Uh, her Weinstein is a piece of shit. But she wants to attack R. Kelly and, and Bill Cosby. Exactly. That's what I always said. I'm like, are people blind? Because those are her friends. So, jo Joanna, one other thing you said needs to get unpacked. You mentioned Naomi Campbell. So, I've said this before in one of Lisa's rooms that I thought it was suspect how during the pandemic, when everybody was on lockdown, 
and you had the the Afrobeats um, scene was blowing up in in Africa, specifically Ghana and Nigeria. Naomi Campbell takes a trip to go hang out in the streets in the gutter of 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 Nigeria to go hang out with these artists, and it's like you're not of the culture. Like the, the fuck are you doing there? Like it, it felt kind of like I seen the videos of like her hanging out with them, and it felt very agent like like she was sent there to go scope it out like the scene is 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 blossoming it's booming it's about to take over and shortly after you had all these artists get invited to la from africa to come meet like empire and all these other music um labels but it just seemed kind of suspect that we in a lockdown in a pandemic all of a sudden naomi campbell of all people is is in the streets and the gutters of africa parlaying with these with these artists that are about to blow up so it's like it just feels like she's a i i, I don't know what it is about her so that's why i said you name dropped her i think it needs some unpacking. well you know she works with diddy wait wait, wait, wait one, one second let me, let me just land this she also i also found out she has a private island that her russian uh billionaire boyfriend bought for her that is shaped like the eye of Horus. I don't know what the fuck Tuesday, that's about. One second, but... real quick. She has been passed around like a Newport in jail through all the billionaire pedophiles. She's been the girlfriend of all of them. <laughs> yes, she has. And she dated Robert De Niro when she was 15 years old. And Cruiser. when when um the Epstein, yeah, when Epstein uh, documentary came out on Netflix, because I follow her on social media, she was off social media for three months because people went and attacked her page, and she was not on social media for three months. You guys. All right, so Joanna, when you say she's about to be next, unpack that. What is that? What do you mean by that? And why is she next? Well. You guys can take it however you want, you know, like, you. Oh, because the thing is, Ghislaine, she is a, the fall guy. And you were the one that said that she went to talk, you know, maybe to rat on people. Most likely she did. She did do a 3000 page confessional and name dropped everybody. So I think they're going to start taking it down from the top and then to the bottom. But again, I think her and Oprah are next because remember, they always have to make an example out of melanated people too. Thank you. Else you have the white woman, right? And now they gotta go really in to raise the emotions because we're emotional people and come for Oprah, come for her. Oh, I would have never thought that Naomi Campbell was doing this. Well, guess what? She has, because she has been a victim herself. All those models of victims, they've been, they, they, they get passed around all the billionaires. What you think Victoria's Secret swimsuit uh, audition is for? That's for them. You have no. The real money. Yeah, so all the modeling agencies, they're just high-class escort services. Ask Russell Simmons how old was the, um, um, shorty when, she, when he married her and gave her the two kids. She was, when they met, she was 13, and she married when she was 14. Hold on, y'all talking about Kimora? Yes, Kimora is very young. Yep. Kimora is young, and they're lying about her age. Just like uh, when, what was her name? Um, uh, Foxy Brown, she was 13 with Jay-Z. They're all lying. 
the is is all a lie. All these people are younger. Some people are older. They just changed the age, so nobody can get in trouble. Lenny Kravitz was, you know, dating Adriana Lima when she was 15. 14. And she would never, yeah, when she would never mention his name because he would go to jail. It's listen, listen. Mike, please, please, I'm gonna give you something. The Victoria's Secret whole catalog is a billionaire's DuPont registry. Bring me that one. Bring me that one. Bring me that one. The secret is out. Yeah, I can't say y'all don't know none of this shit. Impossible. I mean, I think the level of I think of some of these names are just unexpected, like Jay Z, Foxy Brown, like Lenny Kravitz, like Jay Z's from Brooklyn. Oh, like, yo, yo, how... yo, be quiet. Who's his wife now? Um, yeah, how old did he get her? She was she was in her teens, bro. Be easy, bro. Yo, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing too much research and and out overlooking obvious, bro. Beyonce, how old was Beyonce? That she was a teen. How, how, do the math. Wait, what? She was, Beyonce was very young. Younger than eighteen. I tell you that much. I have to disagree with you on that. She was not in. She was not eighteen when when Jay hooked up with uh with B. How she was Luther? Uh, no, actually, she was uh, seventeen when they started talking on the phone. She says it in her. Um, what she was Luther? Seventeen because he wasn't she twenty nine. She was. A, uh, she was. Give me just she, a second, please. She said herself. Now, if her she lied about her age, then that's her. But she said she was seventeen. They talked on the phone till for a year, and then at the age of eighteen, they made their first her first appearance uh, together. And, and how old was Aaliyah when he was messing with her and Damien Dash? People forget. Now too. she was a baby. Yeah, because she so, died at twenty two. So, so if she was, if she, so if she was seventeen, talking for a year, and then as soon as she was eighteen, boom, let's meet up. Is that considered grooming? Hell yeah. So no, how how did how did securing we, the bags secure the bags? <laughs> so how did we all overlook that? We didn't. You did. That's a Romeo and Juliet law. But well, she told it herself, right? She said it herself in that documentary that she Elvis did Presley when, uh, got with Priscilla when she was like what? Buddy Holly got with who when she was like off, what? Come yeah, on, yeah, Mike, cut somebody off, bro. I know you're passionate, but you gotta calm down. My, a little my bit. bad, my brother. But Buddy Holly had a little young thing. Uh, Elvis Presley had a little young thing. Everybody has a little young thing. It's a Hollywood thing, bro. It's baby grease in Rome. Lisa, can you bring up Mod God? He made you something. Oh, okay. Can um, they could just raise their hand. It's easier because there's a lot of people down there. We'll bring up anybody that raised. I'm good. How are you? How are you, Lisa? They're young things, and then they're like children. I think that's different, right? Yeah, it's way no. different. They they get they got children. That's different. Young things is the forty something. You get a twenty something year old. You know, you 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 live your whole youth again, and you get the fountain of youth. But when you crack something, uh, not crack. I'm sorry about that. Perform word for word, poor hmm. word. When you uh, makes you, when you, makes when you think when twice you about something, Jackson's a child. Hey, one mic, one mic. When you solicit a child, is a little bit deeper than that. It's true what you said, sir, Mr. AJ. And but they, listen, man, this is look, look at your man Roman Roman Polanski. 
could pick up an award everywhere around the world, but in the United States, and he was convicted here. Fact. What about Michael Jackson's um, Pretty Young Thing? I need some TLC. Makes you think twice. No, no, no. Please, Michael Jackson was a big kid. He did not touch any child. I Please. said the song. I could care. That's a, no, I believe they can that use too. that song for anything, any party they want to. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah, but he released that song when he was also kind of young. He released that in his early tw- early twenties, right? So, if, I mean, it wasn't like he was like an old old freak singing about like pretty young thing. Like, and it was right. a huge age Corey. gap. He was young himself. Corey Feldman, which people think he's crazy, but now with all of this coming to light did say because him and Michael Jackson were best friends, they were both raped by the same people at the age of five. And people, I remember in 2020 last year, Corey Feldman had this big documentary. He was going to release names. He did mention Charlie Sheen raped him in one of the movie sets, but they shut down his whole little operation. And this man is in hiding. People call him crazy. And he's been the only one that has defended Michael. Brooke Shields defended Michael. And even Lisa Presley herself. And people still choose to believe the lie of the people that he was going to take down when he he was going to say the truth. That's why he got killed. Neverland was a safe haven for all of the stars, uh, child stars that were molested. All of this stuff just makes makes it feel like when they talk about what Lisa just said, draining the swamp, they're gonna really have to drain the drain the swamp. Like it's, it seems like there's nobody who is like clean. It's like everybody got dirt. Um, it's like damn, and it's heartbreaking because like. Jay Z, Foxy Brown, like, come on, man, not Hove. Like, you know, it's just like all this stuff is just heartbreaking at this point. It's like, it. I think it's levels like before I used to be like shocked or like disgusted, but now it's like I'm past disgusted and shocked. I'm now I'm get I'm actually getting heartbroken, like you know, because some of these people are people we looked up to, like coming up, like these were like our idols and, and stuff that we we looked up to like, you know, I learned a lot listening to Hove and his music. And like, he had a lot of knowledge that, you know, nineties hip hop, like, come on, like, you're going to tell me Hove, Foxy Brown, like, come on. Ain't, ain't you got to separate yourself from the flesh. It's heartbreaking. You know, what, I mean? you, you know what they say about idols, bro? They, you know what they say about idols? They say you never want to meet your idols because they'll break your heart every time, bro. Because you never know what these motherfuckers is up to, fam. Yeah, that's by design, though. I mean, to your point, like, nobody's going to want to believe that certain individuals that they idolize maneuver in a certain way. So it's kind of like preyed on that way. I do want to say, um, Lisa, thank you so much for this room, but I, I do want to add something to it. And, um, maybe I'm going to be showing my age here, but um, I remember back in the days when the little girl from Poltergeist died and they talked about how um, they didn't know why she died and it was a mysterious death. And then I started looking at some videos and things about how in Hollywood they were, um, these directors and Steven Spielberg and people like that were molesting these young girls on set. 
and how they brutally, brutally molested this young girl and she died. And then hearing stories about um, Dana Plato from different strokes and thinking back how far all of this really goes back to Shirley Temple and how they did what they did with that little girl and some of the kids and the little rascals and things like that. And it's, it's now we have technology and we have all these different things where we can now see here and know that these things are happening, but they've been happening for such a very long time. And I have family members that are in the music industry that say these things are not unfamiliar. And a lot of these contracts and things that are out there for these artists and these entertainers um, put kind of put these um, pedophiles in great positions to be able to hurt and molest and destroy the lives of these children. And even some children that they, um, that is being said, allegedly being said that babies taken out of the hospital even um, to be groomed into this industry. So it's so unfortunate. And I, I hope with what this trial does, um, I'm not happy with, with, with the fact that um, it's, it's, not being blown up the way it should be blown up with this woman. But if this is the tip of the iceberg, you can imagine how deep and how far and how far back it goes and how many people are involved. And, and like uh, Lisa said, the, the system with the CPS, um, they're involved. And it's, it's so deep that even in the school systems, you know, and it's scary and it's unfortunate and it, it frustrates me because I'm a grandmother of six. And it's fucking scary what they're doing to these children. And it's scary what they're doing um, as a whole and being able to get away with it. And I think at this point, because the tables are turning, the poles are shifting and all the energetic things that are happening on this planet with the lies and the distractions that are happening with, with uh, vaccines and what's happening with um, AI and all these different things that are going on to distract us and keep us busy um, trying to... Um, steer us away from what might be unbelievable to a fan, what these people are doing, it's all coming to a head and it's time for this shit to stop. And I can't even imagine how these people sleep. I don't, I can't imagine how they look at themselves. I can't imagine how they function and the souls of all the children and all the people that they've hurt, that they've killed and they've destroyed is going to haunt them until all of this justice comes to a head. I just needed to say that because this, this hurts a whole lot. Um, I just want to say for some of these people, for some of these people, they were the victims of abuse. And I think that they, ever since they were abused as little children, they've been living with that evil. You know, they've been having to like, have that awful thing inside of them ever since then. So some of them, I think, you know, unfortunately didn't get the care that they needed to heal afterwards. and you know, they, they're used to living with that awful thing. And, yeah. don't forget, and don't forget, we always do hear the rags to riches story from a lot of the celebrities. You know, they always tell how hard their hearts, hardship story and then money is what drives them. You know, if that's, if it's a fact that they come up from the slums or whatever, you know, and, and working their way up, it's the money, the love of money and having it because you know 
just like we were talking about the models and things and the young girls that are enticed to be models, you know, they start off young, but they do get showered with perks and money and cars and homes. And I mean, the the offering, um, what they're offering them is is opposed to where they're from, you know? But, you know, um, even like with Aaliyah, even like with Beyonce, um, at one point you do have to put that on a parent. Um, Beyonce, that's the reason why she fired her dad, not because of um, the age thing, but because of the way kind of like he sold her to the industry. I mean, she, in that same, um, in that same, that same um, documentary that she did, you know, she showed how she had to work nonstop, uh, constantly, and he would never kind of give her a break. And it's sad because from there she went to having a husband, to having children, and you just have to watch them uh, after a while because you never know what they were dealing with. You know, they never, she never had time for herself, ever. <laughs> Well, you know, you were absolutely right. Um, I worked with Beyonce from day one when she first, when they first signed with with Columbia Records. So you're right about that, Matt. That was the the main reason why she fired Matt because he told she told him that she's grown now, and she did a lot of research on managing herself. She just did a whole lot of research, and so she wanted him to confide in her before he cut any deals and he chose not to do that plus other things that he did that was inappropriate but yeah that's what happened but him and Tina were very were very um what's the word I'm looking for they were parents when it came to uh Beyonce especially Kelly cuz they adopted her but um even that even when she turned 18 he didn't um he didn't approve of um that you know but they wasn't really in a relationship at 18 they were seeing each other going in the studio and stuff like that but he didn't appreciate that because of jay-z's age and the fact that of his you know reputation from you know coming from from brooklyn and then like now you're the father and you have this other older man he's going to be guiding your child exactly because he was a control freak you know, we used to have numerous conversations, you know, um, about how, you know, he, you know, he, you know, his, his discipline practices on, on all his kids. That's why Solage, she was like the one that pretty much rebelled. She was like the black sheep of, of, of the, of, uh, of the family. You know, she respected her parents, but she did, she, she like did a lot of stuff that her parents didn't like. Thank you for that. Um, you know, you watch it and you try to interpret it the best way you uh, know how, but, you know, you could kind of see it. So I thank you for kind of clarifying that. Uh, no, no problem. Yeah. Um, I like the way that you guys are thinking about it, right? And that's why beyond, you know, the Ghislaine Maxwell trial, which is why it's so important, this should have been, you know, um, the trial of the century, right? just because of 
the egregious nature of what is going on and how, how big and how deep this is. Right. So, you know, when I hear you guys having this conversation about, Oh, you know, Jay-Z, um, Dame Dash, Foxy Brown, Aaliyah, you know, um, Beyonce and all these other people, we have to ask ourselves this question, right? It's not about the people. It is about the institution. Okay. And so only certain types of people are, able to make it into those levels that's why some people go in and they get out they never really make it they're like that one hit wonder you know what i mean but the whole the whole place is infested with pedophiles so um someone mentioned Corey falman i've been i've tried to reach out to him if i could get him on here um to talk about it then I, that would be awesome you know you got to reach for this, for the stars. (laughs) So that's what I do. You know, I'm trying to get as many people, you know, to come on and tell their stories, not just about this, but just about other things. As a matter of fact, guys, let me give a quick plug on Tuesday. We have a show coming up with, um, James Martinez. Um, it's going to be about, um, operation mind control, um, how it, you know, how Omicron, you know, is a trigger word, um, for that. If you guys don't understand MK ultra programming, I highly suggest you watch this movie. It's pretty old with Mel Gibson called um, Conspiracy Theory. Um, so, and that, you know, because we're going to cover a lot of those things. Also, um, we're going to touch on the Ghislaine Maxwell trial as well. And um, just the whole Ghislaine Maxwell and Epstein saga, how um, even with Area 51 and a lot of the UFO, you know, um, abductions, right? How that was coded language for human traffic and what was actually really going on. So we're going to do some deep dive in into a lot of stuff. There's an audio book. It's going to be posted um, into the discord for those of you that are members. Um, But it is free somewhere on the internet. Um, Guys, if you want to look it up, it's James Martinez. Um, So yeah, check that out. He's coming up on, uh, on Tuesday night at six. I need to put that on the calendar. But um, so yeah, that's going to be a great show. So guys, make sure that you tap in. If you're not following myself, make sure you go ahead and do that. Turn the bell on by my name to always make sure you follow Dr. Lynn, follow Ryan. Are you the ocean? Follow Nikki Dare, follow our resident expert lawyer, Jared, follow Danat, follow Running Wolf, follow Fly Tie. Yep. And if there's anybody on the stage that you resonated with, make sure you give them a follow as well, because your clubhouse experience is based upon the people that you follow. Okay. So now getting back to the topic of this conversation, right? We, the, 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 they, with this case, I believe they tried to put the toothpaste back in the tube. Okay. And they can't do it. (laughs) Have you tried putting the toothpaste back into the tube? It's out there. When WikiLeaks um, put out all this stuff, when Pizzagate hit on, went open, frazzle drip, all of this stuff, it's happening. You know, why was Chris Tucker and Naomi Campbell and, other people, you know, um, parlaying with Jeffrey Epstein. Why was Oprah, you know, like somebody um, brought up, you know, um, one of her good friends, John of God, I think was his name, a, a massive pedophile who got taken down. Um, you know, um, what's this, this? Dr. Oz, which is somebody else that's on mainstream. He's pictured with Marina Abramovich, right? All of these people are running in mm-hmm. together. And what is the underlying current that flows through all of Hollywood? It's pedophilia. Somebody mentioned Michael Jackson. Okay. Uh, we talked about this during the series that we've been doing on this delayed Maxwell topic. I don't personally think that, you know, he molested anybody, but you have to understand 
that they're going to accuse you. And this is this was the function of Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein was to collect blackmail, you know, evidence on people. If Michael Jackson would have molested somebody, they would have we there, something would have surfaced by now. But because he was set to expose them, he was, um, you know, according to underground networks and, you know, people in the know and the conspiracy circles, um, Michael Jackson was indoctrinated into this MK Ultra program where he was um, sexually molested at the very young age, even when he was in the Jackson 5 by like Bob Hope, allegedly, and, you know, people in that whole star search realm. So if you think about like the Mickey Mouse Club and all of the stars, Hannah Montana, Britney Spears, all, just if you guys just put the pieces together, okay, it seems really big and out of control, but you guys are on the right track. You're thinking the way that you need to be thinking about this, because the more you're thinking about it in this way, then the more pieces then you can, the more the picture starts to appear and you're like, okay, yeah, this is not all a coincidence. There's this undercurrent of, um, you know, um, sexual abuse, there's satanic ritual sexual abuse. Um, there was a photograph of um, a child crawling of naked little boy climbing out of one of the windows of um, the Queen's Castle in um, in the UK. Okay. Prince Andrew is a part of this. There was a picture of Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell um, sitting at the outside of the Queen's cabin. Um, how did they get access to all of this? You know, why was there a picture of, of I mean, I have Okay, can I ask one question once you're done? Yeah, of course. I'm, and I'm going to wrap it up right here. You know, why were why was um, Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein blessed by Pope Francis back in 2014? Why? Why? Okay, knowing what they're into. So this goes, and why has there been so many allegations of, um, you know, pedophilia in the Catholic Church? So this is why I say this goes all the way up to the Vatican into the royals all over the world, not just the, the UK royals, but all the European royals, the royals in Africa, the royals in um, Asia, um, the royals everywhere. And it goes all the way down to the lowest level to your police departments and to even your child protective service workers and your teachers. And I'm done speaking. Go ahead. My kids are not going out anymore. This is crazy. Okay, I just want to ask one quick question. I, th I might have asked it before. I'm not sure. But why when when we talk about these things, not specifically us or in this group, but just in general, it's always the surface level of like pedophilia. We never talk about the other stuff that goes on with the children as far as like the sacrificing them and the rituals that they do and the torturing and stuff like that. Well, why weren't they talking about that in the trial? They were just talking about the trafficking because I'm sure they do all that stuff, too. The pedophilia is just this, the surface. What they really want to do is, you know, sacrifice them and torture them and. And I don't know if you know guys who knows what snuff films are, but they do that for snuff films and stuff like that. So why is that kind of really never talked about? I mean, I don't really like to hear about it, but I just know that it's never really talked about. Can I um I just wanted to this um sorry, who was just speaking, Sarone. Yes. Um kind of reading my mind. Um I wanted to kind of interject and remind people, um, this is Catherine, by the way, about the uh the Franklin Credit Union scandal. That happened before Jeffrey Epstein. Um, and, and, you know, I've been trying to kind of speak about uh, child 
sex trafficking and the the SRA. I mean, this stuff really is. I mean, it's so dark. It. I read both the Franklin cover up book and the Franklin scandal book um, that you know describes like what happens to these children. It is just. Um, it's. I, you know, I had nightmares, um, but but we you know we need to look at these things. It's like people have been wanting to turn away from the 500,000 children that go missing in the United States every year. Um, you know, the children have always kind of been the ones to inherit the bill and be sacrificed um, for the, um, you know, people in, in you know, so-called power for just so long and um this it truly has to stop and i just kind of wanted to put out there i don't know if this could happen but nick bryant who's the author of the franklin scandal book i mean i could try to get him to be a speaker in clubhouse i don't know if that's possible you know some people are not always into like all this tech app stuff but um it just was like this thought that i had along with you know james martinez is going to be a speaker so i figured you know what the heck maybe we can get nick bryant but uh, i don't you know i don't know if you know if he's up for it i could always ask him thank you so much uh, Lisa, you know what I, I heard you say is, is the politicians, is the teachers, it's all that. And you're right. I want to make two quick points, right? <clears throat> so if y'all look, it's been about a month, a uh, month and a half, maybe two. Um, in Oklahoma, it was um, uh, a sex ring <clears throat> going on, a child sex ring. And the people that was convicted and you can uh type it in and actually looked at look it up they rescued like five i mean 50 children or 50 women or and i think it's children but it was um a teacher involved you had the uh, principal involved you had a councilman involved you had a judge involved firefighter police officer and and um I think it was just to name a few, but all those was involved in that um, ring and they brought them all down, but it was in Oklahoma City, I think. And also another thing that I wanted to kind of mention uh, as well is, does the, the whole overstock thing tie into this, uh, y'all think? Because y'all remember, I think it was last year or a year before last when mm -hmm. overstock had like, extremely high prices on that was wayfair that was wayfair yeah extremely cheap items and i just wonder if it kind of ties into it you know it was uh expensive items like they had like twenty thousand dollar couches name of children that were missing is what that was on wayfair um something else i wanted to add lisa is how um because i don't know if we had it in, if you had it in the discord or not but how the director of child protective services in LA stepped down a couple of days before the trial started too. Mm. It's so much hard to keep up with. That's why we have the discord so that I could just drop links and, you know, things that I'm reading onto there. Cause it's way too much, you know, resor resources. Um, everyone has to do their own work. You know, I can do the research and provide, the information for people to, you know, but you got to sit down and read it. You got to watch the videos. 
guys, I just posted a video link at the top, you know, go ahead and grab that. Cause I really don't have the ability to check all of my um, back channels, DMS and things like that. But this is an hour long. And if you guys want me to, I could play a little bit of it, you know, in the room, because I mean, someone did bring up, um, it was Sarone that brought up a really good point that this goes even deeper than just um, pedophilia. You know, um, a lot of it is rooted in a, a lot of satanic practices that are happening and a lot of children. There is one young lady, um, I played a few clips of her on the Stu Peter show, a black girl, you know, and she was talking about um, some of these politicians and that she had been around. But then there was another video, which I still, because I don't know how to edit videos, I'm gonna edit it and put it in Discord. It's just, I just need to split it into two because it's too big um, and it's only 16 minutes long, but I just can't post it on Discord because there's no link. Um, so I have to host it there, but she talks about, um, which is, uh, it's so hard. We did, we did, a few of us were in the discord and I played it in there. Um, and it's hard to listen to. I've only listened. I listened to it once on my own. I played it in the discord for the, for the members. And, um, I, I can't listen to it again because it's that disturbing, um, you know, she, she went into very great detail about um, auctions, child auctions, like what that looks like, you know, children being chained on the wall. I mean, it some very, very graphic stuff that I just don't want to repeat. I just hate even thinking about it. And also baby farms, right, where there's babies that are bred just for satanic ritual abuse and, and pedophilia and just really, um, you know, these people, they cannot be human. It's not even possible for you to be a human being and do these things to the most precious of what this I think that's what the um I'm sorry I cut you off go ahead. I'm sorry no 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 I was just gonna say fine, guys, this because I think that's deeply what the islands are for you know because you could you do the pedophilia I mean anywhere in closed quarters but I think it's to like breed the children you know what I mean and raise them and have them and try different things out and see how you know they react or whatever the case may be. I think that's really what the island is for. Yes, they do all the other stuff, but I really think it's for that. Yeah, it, it goes really deep, guys. Um, there's something called this is another key, some another keyword, you know, that you guys can research. It's called DUMBS, and it's um, an acronym uh, with periods after each letter, D U M B S, but it's it stands for Deep Underground Military Bases. And um, we covered a lot of this as, as well, like the Getty Museum. And, you know, there's supposedly an underground city under there where, you know, these kids are everywhere, these missing children, right? Kids go into social services and then they disappear. And it's like, where do they go? So um, this particular um, link that I have um, at, pinned to the top of the page, um, this lady, is, her story is very riveting. I can't imagine that she's making any of this up. Uh, she's outside of Windsor Castle in the UK, um, and she's on a megaphone, and she's telling her story about what happened to her as a child, right? Um, she even talks about <laughs> um, hunting parties that the royals would have, okay, um, and how they would take and they would hunt the children down. It's, it's, it's very graphic. If you guys, you know, are interested, you know, the link is up there. If you want me to play a little bit of it, maybe five or ten minutes, I can't, you know, just let me know, um, flash your mics. Uh, matter of fact, let me do a poll. If you guys want me to play a little bit of it, um, I could play it in the room, but I'm not going to play much of it. The link is there if you want to listen to it in your private time. But the hand raising um, is on. 
if you want me to play it in the room, go ahead and raise your hands. Oh, dang, Lisa, looks like they want you to go ahead and play that video. <laughs> it looks like that, right? So, okay, so I'm, I'm gonna leave the link at the top. So everyone that needs to, you know, um, grab the link, you can grab it because, um, and then I'm gonna put the link up to the discord again. So, but yeah, guys, go ahead. I'm going to um, find it on my iPad because I need to have it on a different device. So, and then I'll play. While Lisa's looking for that, I just wanted to chime in um, really quickly. I'm not sure who was talking about the Oklahoma City situation, um, but that uh, that sexting operation that happened uh, was in Oklahoma City. It took place in Northwest Oklahoma City. Um, now, Northwest Oklahoma City is about mm, 20 minutes outside of Edmond, uh, Oklahoma. Now, Edmond, um, Oklahoma is an affluential part of the Oklahoma City suburbs. Um, anyone who lives particularly, particularly on the Northwest side of town has a little bit of money. Um, it also sits right up on I-35 interstate um right alongside us 77 uh, which is a state highway that pretty much runs through the middle of oklahoma city that connects i-35 north or south um connecting i-40 and uh there's one more i can't think of the name of it i used to live in the oklahoma city area specifically in the northwest part of town um and i'm not surprised um because there's a lot of Cray cray stuff, a lot of suspicious stuff that does go on in that area. Um, I-35 is a well-known trafficking highway because um, you go north, you go south, it crisscrosses um, Interstate I-70. Um, so a lot of people who are being trafficked, they do go through the Oklahoma, Kansas, uh, Kansas City um missouri um areas and for people that i know personally um that are in the trafficking industry they like that little corridor because it's um, a lot of business one um a lot of times they're able to sneak under the radar by taking some of those uh smaller known state highways not necessarily your interstate highways or federal highways and there are always people who are looking to run away from something, um, who are easily manipulated. And unfortunately, you know, those who are willing to sell their so-called loved ones just to have a 15-minute um, flight somewhere, not necessarily a flight in the air, but if you understand the vernacular that I'm using, you get, get what my gist is saying. Um, just wanted to put a little bit of perspective on that case. Um, where things are happening and if you look at some of the other cases and some of these sting operations that do happen most of them are going to be in your affluential areas located near major highway systems um that are not not usually these places you would suspect any type of sex crimes being taken place at this is shay that's what i've got for now Oh no, I got stuck in the back channels. That guys, <laughs> I'm trying to um, catch up with the back channels while people are talking, but sometimes um, I get stuck back there. It's hard to come from out of there. Y'all know what I mean if you run from. So 
Another thing that I wanted to highlight before I go ahead and start playing this video, um, uh, as we were going through, you know, and doing the research and, you know, on all, all of the things, you know, throughout this trial, you know, something just came to my mind. And I said, you know, I wonder if um, John Benet Ramsey, you know, if her family was involved, because I, as I was doing my research, I, I just realized that there were families that were a part of these networks as well. And I know that her case went unsolved, so I it just you know came into my mind. Um, I mentioned it in the room, and then somebody yeah, sent me an article. Of my, how there was I think someone has a hot mic. <laughs> yeah, and so someone sent me um, an article which I posted in the Discord, but um, how there was a picture of Ghislaine Maxwell in the background of a picture with John Benet Ramsey, right? And so now, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but her case has resurfaced just in the last few days, saying that there's new evidence and, you know, blah, 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 blah. So I'm wondering, you know, little, little, you know, um, clues like that, you know, was, you know, is she speaking? You know, what is she, you know, what is she telling, you know? And also, I think that the Madeline McCain, you know, story that was um, really big over in Europe, in the UK, I believe. Um, there was a picture of her dad, which I posted with some very powerful men and they all had on these red shoes. So they be belong to the red shoe pedophile gang. Right. So just throwing that out there, guys, anyone want to comment on that before I start this video? I just want to say, Lisa, I can believe that. I just, I, I just wanted to say real quick, Lisa, that, um, you know, you have plenty of supporting, uh, documentation because, You've done the work. Uh, and so I'm wondering, is there any way we could use that to file a um, some type of a lawsuit, something legal that we could um, start? Just a question. Well, for me, you know, this is about bringing awareness. Right. And, you know, awareness is important. And the reason why is because right now. We have a lot of people that are unaware in society. And so that's what the room um, operation mind control is going to be about on, on Tuesday. Okay. I just want to wait till after the, 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 the first, right? So in order, I'm more of the type of person that I'm not looking to go out and knock people over the head and say, Hey, you need to believe what I'm, I, I'm believing. You know, I'm not the mantle carrier. I'm just not that person. I am the person, however, that's willing to do the research, that's willing to create spaces. So whoever may resonate with what I have to say may be attracted to that information, then they can take it and do with it what they would like, right? Um, because you don't, you don't take down the matrix one at, you know, like, you don't, <laughs> it's hard to do it, right? And so, it's, what I'm operating off of is something called the hundredth monkey theory. It's just raising consciousness. So when enough people reach, the knowledge reaches a critical mass, then it doesn't exist because the only reason why society is in this position is because most people are in the dark. Does that make sense? Yep. yep. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. You're welcome. I just yeah. want to, this is AJ. I just wanted to add or talk about the John Bonet Ramsey case a little bit because I don't remember back when, you know, when she went missing and all that stuff, I don't remember them ever saying that, um, like during the autopsy report that they found signs of sexual abuse. I didn't hear that until just last week I'm driving the car and I do the, like the, um, XM radio. You can listen to like the, um, 
detective shows and stuff like that. And they were going over that case. And they were just talking about the different stuff in her autopsy. Back then in the 90s, I never knew anything about her being sexually assaulted. I don't know. Well, she was never, um, she was never missing. But here's the thing. I've never heard of it either, just like you haven't. But she did have a a bedwetting problem. Uh, If you know anything about bedwetting, you know, it's it's kind of a mental thing. And at the same time, sometimes it can actually show you different behaviors that's going on with the child that um, most people aren't actually honing in on. And so I do believe Lisa, when she... um, went ahead and say, um, and included John Bene Ramsey just now, because I, I really think something was going on with that little girl that was bigger than what we thought it was. And with that idea. You know, that's funny. Um, cause I remember the case. I remember when she died. Um, it was like a big, big deal in my family. Cause I had a couple of cousins that were doing, um, pageantry at that time and as as years went on they eventually began to talk about um the possibility of sexual um molestation going on they first um attempted to accuse the father um and then um at some point they began to accuse the brother but when the different accusations began to come out it was after um certain people in her family um had or i would maybe i shouldn't say family certain people regarding the investigation um of her death um began to pass away including certain individuals um in her family members um and it brought back up the question of sexual abuse when someone overseas came attempted to come forward and saying that he was the individual who broke into the um benet household and um and killed her um does it does anybody remember that guy coming out um in the late 90s early 2000s uh trying to admit um that he was the culprit behind that yeah, he was like he was kind of like young, kinda. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was he was a young guy, um, and I I want to say he was in a, in an Asian country at the time when he was attempting to make that confession. Yeah, and then they like flew him back and interrogated him, and they just came to the conclusion that like it wasn't him or something like that. Right, and right that it was um, more fan. Yeah, I, yeah, I think he was. Yeah, he was infatuated with the case or something like that, and he was following it for so many years. So he had some of the details down, but then there's just some things that he just didn't know because he he didn't do it and he didn't wasn't around. Exactly. So it it just goes to show, I suppose, that as time goes on with all of these different, um, you know, crimes of the century or decade or whatnot that little pieces of these um, confused puzzles are beginning to be put together. Sometimes there are pieces that necessarily don't go to that puzzle and we try to make that fit anyways, but it might go to something else. Um, And, you know, this case um, with Glenn Maxwell is definitely a puzzle piece to multiple different puzzles. 
we just got to figure out which piece of that puzzle to belong. Yeah, I agree. And I guess if we wait long enough, you get the real evidence, you know, that the police actually found. Because like I said, I never, I don't remember them saying that she was um, molested, but now they're saying that she, you know, she had trauma. Right. And you know what, um, guys, like that blew my mind because her, that baby's spirit came to me. And I don't want to sound all woo-woo, you know what I'm saying, or anything like that. But when I was doing my research, you know, doing the deep dive into the Maxwell Ghislaine, I mean, I'm sorry, Maxwell Epstein and, you know, making all these connections, it just came to me. I said, I wonder, because it was something about the parents that a lot of parents are involved in these networks and they sell them ki their kids into it. And then if you even look at um, Joe Biden and a lot of the pictures and videos of, you know, him and you see the parents are there. And they're just happy to allow him to just fondle their children like on camera, you know? And I just, I thought about John Benny Ramsey and then I mentioned it in a room and somebody sent that um, article to me, you know? And now her story is back, you know, activated again in the news. So it's just, it's all really interesting stuff. So we're here guys unpacking this, you know, Ghislaine Maxwell was found guilty today. She's facing 70, up to 70 years in prison. Um, I do believe this, this is just the tip of the iceberg. I'm excited uh, that this is happening. Um, I think that they're trying to put a lid on the whole Pizzagate, Jeffrey Epstein, you know, pedophilia in high places, you know, um, storyline out in the in the media. But I think it's too late. I think um, people like us and, and many others like us all around the world have latched onto it. And there are, you know, um, victims that are still being victimized right now that have no voice, they're invisible. Nobody knows that they're there because, yeah. you know, of these important people, or well, I don't think they're important, but you know, society does. So this is why we're here guys. Um, um, I did place a link at the top of the page. I'm going to play some of that link here shortly, but I just want to continue to let the conversation flow. We have some new people on the stage and I would like to hear from them. Can I can I just make one quick thing? I I wanted to refer people to Sean Stone's um six part series. It's on uh Vimeo and it's entitled Best Kept Secret. He gets into the um Jean Benet Ramsey murder. Um I just wanted to let people know about that. Thank you. And you, I am picking up what you're putting down. He is in my little notebook of people that I want to invite onto Clubhouse. I can, I can put you in touch with him as well. Okay, that would be great. And I actually offered this to um, my subscribers um, because you do have, it's a paid, um, it's very minimal, but we do have movie nights in our Discord. So, you know, we'll get together, decode movies, we'll watch movies on a Saturday night sometimes and decode them we watch videos so we're very very active and interactive in the discord and so that's something that i offered and i need to just redo it because it was around the holiday time um but i do want to take the discord group through that six-part series as a part of our you know like um movie nights with um sam stone but yeah i have him on my list of people that i really want to talk to and interview here on clubhouse that would be amazing yeah, it's called The Best Kept Secret. And I, I did watch his interview, and I forget who it's with, but it's this guy that's not really there. It's like a chair, <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's um, incognito, and so he interviewed Sean Stone. And that interview is amazing. I, that interview is actually posted in the Discord. So if you just go in and you um, just search for Sam Stone, 
the video will come up. It's really, really, really good. And literally everything that I've said, like he said it, but he said it better. You know what I mean? And he was just able to organize everything a lot better, um, or at least as, as good as I did. So, you know, um, thank you for saying that. But yeah, anybody else on the stage would like to comment before we get into this um, satanic ritual abuse um, video at the time? Yeah, Dr. Connor here in Ireland. Uh, thank you, Lisa. Um, just watched the news in the last 20 minutes or so. It was just, I mean, uh, you know, I heard of uh, the youngest being 14 years of age, young female, I have a niece that age. It's just, it's absolutely horrendous to think that, you know, a female would be in that way. I mean, what an evil man, but it's just absolutely horrendous. I saw the, the ranch and out in the desert and, you know, the private helipads and all of this. And like, it's just so, so upsetting. And um, all we can do, I think, is just make goodness come out of this and more awareness for for everybody, uh, young people, parents uh, and everything. So it's just very, very upsetting. So great room, the Golden Dr. Connor. Thank you so much, Dr. Connor. And when you mentioned that ranch, it, it reminded me, guys, I um, watched a video. I did not, I don't, I didn't post this in the Discord, but it, you know, it was a, a video. It was all silent. Um, it was about an hour long and I actually skipped through a lot of it, but it was, um, a room by room tour through Jeffrey Epstein's, um, mansion in Palm beach. Um, no, yeah, I think it was his mansion in Palm beach, I believe, or New York. I can't remember where it was, but one of his homes. And, um, this was the, by the FBI. And you know, what was so interesting to me is how dated it looked. For somebody to be a billionaire, it was, I mean, there's wood paneling, you know, all of his phones that I noticed, um, they were all, they were all analog phones, right? Um, so they were connected to the wall. There was, you know, they had the, um, the cord, you know, connected to the phone. So it wasn't like a, a you know, a phone that you could just walk. I mean, first of all, who still has home phones? That's number one. So he was very much off of the grid. All of his television sets were really old. Um, so they had like the big back on it or whatever. So like on VCRs and so, I mean, it was, he was definitely whatever he was doing. Um, it was, he had a lot, a lot of photographs and frames like all over the place. It was just not, it was very poorly, poorly, poorly decorated. I wouldn't think of a billionaire's home to look like this. So, so, so it wasn't, it wasn't modern really basically. It was not. Okay. Maybe maybe, maybe they kind of do that to, if they do have like a, um, if they do raise babies it's all, or children there so they don't really kind of know what the time is, time they're in or, you know what I mean? Something like that. That's the only thing I could think of. Yeah. Yeah. So anyone else want to chime in before I um, play some of this video? Okay. Well, it's like I said, guys, it's at the top. Grab the link, save the link. I'm going to replace the link very shortly. Oh, gosh. And so I had it and then now I got to um, search for it again. This is going to take me like two seconds because it's right there. Um, Windsor. This is OK. So this is about, say, this is a lady giving her testimony about satanic ritual, um, satanic ritual abuse that she went through since the time that she was a child. Um, and it's really, really harrowing to listen to, but yeah, here we go, guys. I'm okay. You're amazing. Come on, baby. Amazing. Yeah. Yes. So this is my message to the world. 
This is the truth about our royal family, who so many of you admire. Today, you're going to know who they really are. And more to the point, you're going to know what they really are. And you're going to know what goes on behind those walls. And what I'm going to say right at the beginning of this, that I only speak of my own experiences. So everything I tell you today is my truth and what I witnessed and what I experienced and what I went through <clears throat> behind these walls. I have two testimonies of other survivors who want to remain anonymous. So, of course, we will respect that today. <clears throat> but first of all, I'm going to tell you my story. Guys, we need a, probably a couple of more hands here. Um, but if you're filming, don't worry, you stay there, Layla. If, you, if you're not filming and you can help here, that would be amazing. Okay, guys, I think we're ready to go. So this is my message to the world. If anybody for the first time in their lives is hearing this, please be brave. Because what I want to tell you, how it feels for you to hear is nothing in comparison to how it feels for children to go through this. Nothing. You will never, ever in your whole lifetime Unless you have been a survivor and a victim of satanic ritual abuse, you will never know what this feels like. So when you feel like turning away and not hearing what I'm about to say, I want you to imagine being two, three, four, five, six, seven years old and going through this. Because that's how old I was. I was three years old when I was brought here. And I was being brought here till about eight or nine. And that's as good as my memory served. It might have been longer, it might have been sooner than that, but that is my memories to date. My name is Jeanette Archer. I am a survivor of satanic ritual abuse. I am also a survivor of our royal family. Today, I have chosen to return to Windsor Castle to tell the world the truth about what really goes on inside those walls. Thank you, Jeanette. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you. Today I want to tell the world about what these people really are, especially her that wears the crown. Scum. Satanic scum. As a child, the police would come to my home and collect me. And they would bring me here. Uniformed police in their police cars would collect me and bring me here. The police who swear an oath to serve and protect the public, they would deliver me to the evil that is behind these gates. What I am sure of though, is those waiting for me to be delivered for us to arrive, groups of children, they wouldn't have known that actually it was the police that would always rape us first.
They thought behind those walls that the police were delivering pure children that hadn't been tampered with. But I was beaten and raped multiple times before I even was put in the car to be brought here. So here I am, stood here for the first time as an adult survivor. I'm ready to tell the world the truth about Windsor Castle. Ready to tell the world the truth about the evil atrocities that are inflicted on children at the hands of our royal family. My time spent here took me to the depths of depravity, a hell on earth that only a survivor of satanic ritual abuse can ever understand. The main events, and they are events, they're advertised on the satanic calendar. They have their own calendar. It's a satanic ritual abuse calendar. There's a big date coming up at the end of this month. It's called Halloween, All Hallows' Eve. They celebrate Halloween in there, but not like you do. With fireworks, <clears throat> masks, pumpkins, they celebrate Halloween in there with mass sacrifice of babies and children, mass rituals. That's how they celebrate Halloween. And that's coming up in a couple of weeks. So in this week leading up to Halloween, do you know what they're doing? They've got their minions. They've got their minions out on the streets abducting children. They've got their breeders that are bred, raped, impregnated. So their babies are born ready for November. Sorry, October 31st. Ready for mass sacrifice. Have I gone off? No. Mass rituals. That's how they celebrate Halloween. So these main events, because they are events on their calendars, that go on inside these walls were called hunting games and large mass rituals. Research it, yeah. Everything I'm telling you here today, you can go away and research everything. Queen Elizabeth is the head of the Freemasons. The Freemasons. Okay, I'm gonna pause it right there, you guys. Um, it is at the top. Um, you know, so you guys can listen to this at your own leisure. But I did research um, the hunting games that she was speaking of. I did find an article where this is something that is actively taking place where two people, um, I mean, I, I, it's just, it's hard. Like, you know, I, I keep remembering her when I do my research and what she said at the opening of her statement, right? She's outside of the Windsor Castle you know, with her, um, <clears throat> with her, um, megaphone and, you know, she's telling her story, she's releasing herself, but she speaks about these, um, these hunting games and there's a few movies, um, they're called the most dangerous game where humans are being hunted. Right. And so she speaks about this and how little children, um, are being hunted. She speaks about these ritual, 
um, these, these rituals that take place um, and how the children are laid out on the tables. And I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> I feel bad. I, I just don't even want to repeat it. But, you know, when she says, you know, if it's hard for you to listen to, just imagine how hard it was for us to go through it, you know, and you know what I mean? When she said that calendar thing, Mm -hmm. it made me think about um, China's mom. I don't know if you know China. She was Rob Kardashian's baby mother. She's talking about when T.I. and Tiny um, went through that whole thing where they like recruit young women or whatever to come because it's like a Santana uh, Satanism uh, calendar where like every certain amount of time of the year, they have to go out and go do this type of thing. So that kind of clicked in my head. Well, what's the gentleman's name? Sean what? I'm trying to look for him and watch that documentary. Sorry about that. It's called Sam Stone and it's called oh, the best- It's Sean, Sean Stone. Sean. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Sean Stone. <laughs> And they have also the winter solstice and the um the summer solstice, where they do rituals also around that time. She also said Queen Elizabeth was the head of the Freemasons. Yeah, that's where I paused it. That's she what said I thought. That. Yeah, I know you just came back into the room, Jared. So <laughs> I the know. link to that. <laughs> the link, I, you know, if you guys want me to keep going, you know, no, if, you I, want, I if you're in the audience. That was disturbing. No, I heard her when she started speaking of when they took her. Like, that was yeah. crazy. Jared, that's not even the, I mean, the rest me. of the story is a lot to take in. And there's another video that I have where this lady goes into talking about um, the baby farms, um, you know, and the, the auctions, right? So if, you know. You think about a slave auction, think about, um, you know, what that looks like, but what an auction for a child looks like. And I mean, I, I can't even repeat the stuff because I just feel horrible. Just even the fact that I heard it, um, it's very, very disturbing, very hard to listen to. And the reason why we're talking about this is because Sarome, you know, brought it up. We were talking about the Glenn Maxwell and Epstein and, um, you know, how big this network goes and the, the, the human trafficking um and you know wayfair and you know he says hey guys you know but what we're not really diving into is the satanic ritual abuse right and we have covered it in the room we have talked about it um and this is the video that popped up in my mind um so it's there so you guys can i mean this is it's very um you have to take a shower you know what i'm saying like you have to really pray or it's, whatever it's, it's hard heavy. to listen that to is it. heavy it's very hard to yeah, listen to yeah. i went down a yeah. rabbit hole one time and i turned around i said i can't i can't listen to this stuff you know yeah. where that lady is now is she still alive and well and free well you know here's the thing i'm I, she probably is and the reason why is because she's not a usually the ones that they cut down are the ones that um the world looks at as having a position, right? So like actors and actresses and people, you know, in the realm of the public eye, she's just a random person. So there is already the stigmata that that's there, the stigma, I'm sorry, the stigma that's there that nobody's going to believe her, you know, and that's the thing. And then later on, she, she even talks about (laughs) the fact that, um, the queen actually turns into a reptilian. So, um, yeah, oh, nobody's going to believe her, <laughs> you, you know, but I do, I, cause 
you can tell with the conviction that she's speaking with. And also there's a, there's other stories, you know, Arizona Wilder, she did an interview with, um, with David Icke. Um, that's on BitChute for anybody that wants to look that interview up. Very, very interesting. She talks about Princess Diana. She talks about the Rothschilds and, you know, their involvement in um, these ritual and, you know, these sacrifices and what's going on. It, it's, it's some deep stuff, guys. It's some really deep stuff. But I'm into it. You know, um, the, the Matrix Unveiled, that's what we do. You know, we get deep. So if this is definitely not for the, the faint of heart, you know, when you're in this club, for sure. Yeah. Does anybody remember the time when those tourists filmed this man coming out of the um palace out of the window at Buckingham Palace naked and he was coming down he had tied sheets together and he was coming yes, down yes ma'am yes ma'am right so now we we put the pieces together they said that was a hoax but um that was a child by the way, that was a little boy. Right. I Well, I couldn't tell. I wasn't sure if it was a man or a little boy. But um, I remember it was a male. And um, I remember him jumping down and running around the right side of the pallet. And I always wondered, did he get away? I thought he fell to his death. I didn't remember him running around. I thought they said he fell to his death. No. Maybe he was a vaccinated little boy, so he looked a lot bigger. They had the um the he video is still <laughs> on, the video is on social media, so you can see it. It's naked it is naked man climbing out of Buckingham Palace. Hey Lisa, it's Krista. Could I um make an observation and ask a question yeah if y'all don't stop asking me if y'all could talk in this room go ahead <laughs> okay okay I'm, i'll go for it so it was really interesting i i you know yahoo for the verdict that's awesome and um you know i saw that there were what five out of six counts that she's guilty for and i also noticed that she had two more cases to be heard in and around perjury but what was really interesting in the CNN article that I read at the end, and I, I'm sure some of you read this as well, is that her that her attorney went to the judge and asked if she could get the booster. And I found that really interesting because I'm trying to figure out where. Dog, was, was, hold on, little pause. Is, nice transition. Wow. Wait, can I can I ask? Can I just say what I want to say? So what I noticed there were two things that came up for me around this that she, that basically she wants to boost her before she goes to jail because she's maybe afraid of whatever or two did cnn use this as an opportunity to plug the booster <laughs> maybe that's a good question i don't want shit she getting if, if this booster I mean, is really horrible why doesn't she know it or is she and why would they ever have to ask a judge for Maybe that? It's a the code judge doesn't word. decide on that. That's medical. Yeah, exactly, too. That's true. For sure. yeah. No, I, it's definitely advertisement. And so that just further lets us know that um, this is um, some sort of dog and pony show. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, they're advertising the vaccines. They're like, oh, you got to come to a quick decision because Omicron is, you know, taking over New York City. You know, um, the, the, the vaccine was mentioned in the pandemic was mentioned a few times. So I definitely think it's a part of the show. But um, 
Ah, oh, man. Jared, Sucker Free was in here earlier. And if somebody follows him, can you ping him back into the room? Because he had a question. Um, and, you know, he was... Um, it was about like, she did, I think, can someone repeat a proffer with the judge before? And he was like, people that are snitching or something like, I don't know. He knows about the court system more than I do. So he was asking this question about the, the this proffer. And Is that I like a totally deal? For- Is that like a plea bargain? Some type of plea bargain? Yeah. No, well, he was saying that um, basically it's just something uh, you'll sit in front of this attorney and just tell them what you know, and they'll... Before your sentence, they'll just, you know, tell the judge, you know, that they told us this, this, and this, just to be, you know, more lenient, but it's, it's not. Yeah, they'll support them in a motion for, like, a lesser, um, in, in the sentencing. They'll, they won't, they won't advocate for the highest, the most, you know, the maximum sentence. That, I think, it, that could be what it is. I'm not 100% sure, honestly, but it sounds like that's what it is. Right now, she's getting 65 years. Is that correct? I don't think there was a sentencing hearing. Oh, no, she hasn't been sentenced yet. 65 is the maximum, oh. but we don't know the minimum. And anything could happen. You know, absolutely anything could happen. But, you know, we have, we have um, sort of pivoted and we were talking about, like, how pervasive um, what she's on trial for is in you know, all throughout society from, you know, the, the entertainment industry, you know, of course, yeah. Hollywood, right, right. And um, even in our, our political arenas, you know, in our civil service environment, the federal government, you know, and so we were kind of diving into that, Krista. Fair enough. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's everywhere. And um, I mean, I was pleased as I'm sure every one of us was when we heard the guilty verdict, because that's, you know, she needs to be guilty on something. Um, How far this will go, we'll find out. But um, I think it's, I I found it to be promising that our judicial system can see this BS going on. And then, I mean, when you see it coming up in CNN and the media itself, um, you know, hopefully it's opening people's eyes that this you know, more may be going on than people realize. I have to say, if anyone hasn't seen Don't Look Up, watch it. It's on Netflix. And the the comment that's coming at the people in that movie is the vaccine. And it's really fascinating to watch that. And it's very funny. It's got, it's got great humor in it, a great all-star cast. And it makes me believe there are people in Hollywood that are actually on the right side of humanity right now. What movie was that? It's called Don't Look Up. It's on Netflix. It just I, came I, out yeah, days I seen ago. It. I seen it. It's funny as hell. It's funny as hell, and it's a really, and it's real good. It's a really good message because it kind of downplays the left and the right. It says like we all have to wake up. All right. Okay. So Sucker Free is back. Sucker Free. We have um, Jared is a lawyer. So what was you talking about earlier? How you doing, Jared? Um, yeah, I heard. Yeah, I heard. Do you think that Jelaine will take a proper visit with the DA and to, for set for for sentencing leniency? Try to cut a deal. Yeah, that's what we were saying before. That's what that that that's what I thought you were saying. Somebody. Um, I, I'm sorry, I forget the person that I can't remember who who repeated it, but like that that was exactly what I thought you were saying that they were trying to cut a deal when it comes to the sentencing. Um. Maybe that's already been discussed, you know, um, but it sounds like they went for as many charges as they could. They only got five out of the six. 
but that would definitely come into play. I would imagine for sure. I think that's a good idea. Um, I don't know well, the risks. Quick, so honestly, I, can't, I don't do criminal work, so I don't know the risks of that. I know that the the benefits. I mean, from personal experience, not myself, but family members. Um, and it's like striking a deal to some degree, but it goes both ways, right? You got to give up something to get. No, from, that's like a from, being, from being so. around my criminal yeah, yeah, friends yeah. and knowing the snitch thing. And knowing how you protect everybody, your code defenses, talking to the DA and all that, and who turned the states. But the proper visit is after you've been convicted. To my, this is my, I only speak about drug cases and, and criminal cases, which isn't a criminal case. This is a federal system, so it's the same thing. So once you get convicted of a of a crime, even though you didn't want to snitch in the beginning, then you will take a proper visit. When you take a proper visit with a district attorney, what you're telling the district attorney is that I'm going to give you information. You see how you can use it. And if you can use it well, then please talk to my judges about to sentence me because I was just been convicted. So you can have some leniency in my sentencing. There's 5K1s, but 5K1s, but but 5K1s is after you've been convicted and you're in jail. And then you just give some information or something you know. But the proper visit is right before you go get sentenced. I, I know the concept, but itself, you know the details. That is definitely, it sounds, I believe you, that sounds accurate 100% for sure. It sounds like for sure. I think it depends on what the minimum sentence is. Like, we don't know. They keep talking about 65 years maximum sentence, but what is the minimum sentence? Because if the minimum is going to be 30 or 40 years, then she's going to die in there anyway. There might not be mandatory minimums. They're not. They're not everywhere, so... You I mean, know, it's a federal. What the gentleman case. was saying, he this is a right. federal I mean, case, so I guess we'll see. It doesn't matter. The federal system has been made to make only mandatory minimums on the lowest people, the drug dealers, the ones that get caught in the urban environment. Uh, I would tend to think child that's true. Yeah, yeah. I would tend to think that's true. She's going to be extracted. But, but I will tell you one thing: a lot of pimps have been given that charge, and they've been sending them up the river. Like like eighty years, seventy years, sixty years for just pimping. And most of them are going to get killed in jail anyway. People don't like child molesters in jail. Prison. Well, aren't pimps? Um, they exploit. Aren't they also yeah. like um, they get No, no, no. But that, that's what the pimps. That's the new pimp charge is human trafficking. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Because then they can. It's much easier for them, and they can reject the proffer, I guess, and say, "Fuck you." But, you know. but my brother, that profit is going to be the most important thing in the world because let's not get, we all know that they have videotapes and her and him are part of the Mossad and their, their, their ammo is the pictures because if you know, and we know we spoke about it in this room also, all the rooms are filled with cameras, all the logs are there. So his job was to really blackmail everybody around him to get what he wants to get. And remember, Jeffrey Epstein was never, he is a, a paper billionaire, but he didn't earn billions doing what billions billionaires do. He was gifted. He was anointed a billionaire by Leon Black. Hey, this is Godbody. I just wanted to ask the room, um, just for clarity. Are we all, or are, are some of you all actually considering that they might be going to regular prison? Jelaine cannot go to regular prison. If a drug candidate gets protective custody, she has to get super duper protective custody. So she's gonna go into protective custody. That's that's a given. I would just I would just ask her because my thing is with these being type of people that they are, 
I believe that they're going to go, if they do go to prison before they get extracted, they're going to go to a, a type of prison where it's beyond max, like where a president or somebody would go to. Now, in the federal system, that's that's super max. You gotta be have a high classification of super max. She's probably gonna get in a, in a medium camp or something. She's not gonna go to super max. They, they that they don't qualify that to be. It is to us, but to them, it's not. It goes by classification on how violent you are, not how. I mean, because um, what the fuck is homeboy's name? Uh, what's homeboy's name, man? The, the, what about the, Jeffrey Epstein, the guy that they didn't watch him? And he was extracted. Yeah, he either. What happened? No, not him, Jeffrey Epstein. Know? The other dude. The uh, other dude. The 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 scammer dude. The the burn burn off. Bernie Madoff. Bernie Madoff. Bernie Madoff wasn't Butner. Butner is the biggest, beautifulest camp in the world. You have two credit cards, one for cash and one for commissary. They're gambling. They're doing everything in Butner. Butner is like a camp. You just can't go home. Club, club said. If my, if my friends that don't got that much money can FaceTime me and be on YouTube and be and be on FaceTime and be on, on, on lives and Instagram, I know them people could have a couple phones. Yeah, all right. I know somebody was returning Madoff's brother. Sorry. They probably got a bar, cocktails, you name it. And Butner is is that the guy from Adelphi was there. My man just came from, but the guy from Adelphi, remember the cable dudes? The cable dudes is in there. All the high classification dudes, a lot of them. She probably probably won't even get locked up. She's just going to not be able to operate anymore, basically. And it just put her away. She's going to be extracted. Like she, she's not gonna like really go to the Bing Bing like no, that. No, no, no. She, she has to, she has to disappear because that witness list has to disappear with it. So true. they have to do something for her because that list, guys, that list has to disappear. There's but no way in the world that that list can stay. The thing is, the why that they're gonna have to keep her right. This is why they had to kill Epstein, okay, or fake kill him, whatever you know, allegedly. Is because all of these um, well-trained operatives, right, um, that are their job is to collect intel. Like they, um, they have backups. <laughs> so you know that flight log and the little black book—that's nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like Anthony Weiner's laptop, and he had the insurance policy on there. And even with John McAfee, you know, um, they have these um, dead man switches. So if anything happens, then more information gets leaked out. They, you know, so. She has something somewhere. She <laughs> has to. They Anthony Weiner had a lot on that computer. Mm-hmm. They made a living out of that. Her, their whole living was that extorting the billionaire's delicacy. That's like if me hanging on. It's like Michael Jordan. We all know he's a degenerate gambler. We if that's a, not a secret. Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley are degenerate gamblers Duh. forever. So they, so they, they hold that from. That's why he never came to New York. They, they would have put. They know what this is. So, the, the, the data on him and the blackmail on him. Why do you think they killed his father? He, they, listen, there's always something about that. So there's always. And that's that's why he had to leave the NBA for like three years, right, or two years. Yes, yes. They always collecting evidence because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I don't know if you guys know, but preacher in New York is not the only extortionist. He was the ghetto extortionist. When you do extortion at high levels. You, you, it's, 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 it's servers and stuff. You know what I mean? It's not no chips. This is high level shit. This is not no, 
low level, low level shit. This is he had he has they have to have those videotapes. And right now, right now, she has a college block. She could go home right now because all she gotta do is talk about Bill Gates. Yo, so you saying Mike Mike was caught up in some shit like this? No, 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 I'm not talking about Mike with the kids. I'm talking about being compromised with information and being extorted on information. Right. I'm not talking about Mike with children. That's guys, he, like, like all of these, all of okay. these people that are in Hollywood or in the entertainment or in politics, like they're all compromised. You cannot fly up through those ranks unless somebody in power gives you that position. Exactly. And so, therefore, in order for you to be controlled, why do you think they don't come out and speak about social issues? Why do you think they don't build schools in black neighborhoods? You know what I'm saying? They cannot. They can't. You know what I'm saying? Look at Oprah. You know, I mean, hell, she's the queen of the networks. You know what I'm saying? She used to be. Okay? And she, she I mean, she's in, she's tied into all of it. She is probably... You know, if when they decide to take Oprah down, because they always take black people down, that's just what it is. They're never going to let you keep your heroes ever. You, they're never going to let you do that. They're going to take them out at some point when they're done using them. Okay. Look what they did to Bill Cosby, man. Yeah. Bill Cosby was okay. the only reason why black kids went to college and, and thought about college. Right. And then and he started a whole network about it. I can't relate to too. For the Hollywood madam. That she probably is. Look at Heidi Fleiss. Heidi Fleiss got off like a fat rat. Heidi Fleiss, right? And um, the Lolita Express, all of that. Like, this is all connected. This is even connected in and, you know, um, with the with the mob. Allegedly. Okay? Th this, this stuff is everywhere. So this is why when you're trying to look for it in one place or look for it over here, that's where the, 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 the average people make the mistake because you're not, you always have to look at the roots and then you have to look at it from the top down because shit rolls downhill. Okay. Remember Larry King, Lisa? Hmm? Remember the Larry King? I think it's Larry King. The story with the little boys that he had molested and I think even murder was involved. The Franklin cover-up. That's yeah. with Larry King? Not, not, the white, that, not, not, the not the white guy from CNN. It's just like a black guy with glasses. He was heavy set. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, and let me tell you guys something else that I uncovered while doing this research um, about all of this is that a lot of these so-called, um, what do you call them, serial killers, Right. When there's bodies being found and unearthed everywhere and they'll blame it on someone that's like an MK Ultra person. Like, oh, OK, this was a serial killer responsible. These are actual bodies of people that were um, in these rings and got discarded. And it's not actually serial killers. It's actually, you know, a part of this um, human trafficking, satanic ritual abuse network that's that's going on. Well, who, who better the human traffic? Than Hillary and Bill. Well, we already know what they've been up to. And anybody that says anything, Hillary's list is, yo, know, she's her list is bigger than 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 than, than that on witness than that John's list from this case. Hillary ain't no joke. Hillary and yo, know, she been 
she been rocking since 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 Walmart when she was their head fucking uh, um lawyer. She has a lot of bodies. She has everything. Oh, from what was that? What was the name of that that business deal that they did that that never came to light? When he was going to president, came to light, and, and then two, everybody died that they ever did sign that paper. Forgot what the name of it. It was a business deal that her and Bill did. Forgot the name of it. But Killary, that should be. That's it. Jelaine, you talking about Whitewater? Was it Whitewater? Yeah, it was before. with the real estate. It was a real estate deal, but it wasn't Whitewater. It was oh, something. Okay. It, 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 it was a real estate deal. It has a name. I don't know it. Hey, hey, you just made me think. I think it was Whitewater. Was it? I, I'm not okay. sure of the name, but I know it was a real estate deal. That some real funny stuff happened, and everybody that signed that piece of paper is dead. Mm. Did you guys... Um... Melanie mentioned this to me earlier, but I didn't have an opportunity to look into it. But did you guys um, hear the story today about um, it, the, the idea and possibility of um, Michelle Obama running for president in um, the next election against Donald Trump? No, I didn't. I haven't heard anything about that. Rogan Joe Rogan said that she she could probably beat Trump. That's what I came I, from. I think Trump should take a seat and let DeSantis and the dude from 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 Texas run as 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 mate and running mate. Because I after Trump did because I was a, I'm a Trump supporter, but after I heard this Trump vaccine stuff and this Trump stuff, I really won't support him anymore. See, y'all got to stop supporting people. That's the thing. That's what I keep trying to tell you guys. You stop picking a, a side. You you well, don't. At least you I'd don't, rather be free. Than 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 this dude, cause cause there. let's go, Brandon. Like this is <laughs> we in the worst America that America ever lived, man. But that's the other eighty million is, people that voted for this idiot. Where are they? I want them to see them. Where are they? That's the point, though. Um, that the point is that people need to wake up and understand that they're both the same. You know, what I'm saying two sides of the same point. There are two wings of the same bird. That you know what I'm saying? That's there's that's no lesser two evils. But they will never Twain, be Twain said, they will never be a presidency in the United States without the what a, a Democratic and a Republican. There will never be an independent candidate going against either one of them. Never. They will make sure of that. They will make the ballot. They'll do something. They will never. Ross Perot had all the money in the fucking world and he couldn't do it. Nobody could do it. I mean, well, Ross Perot was off like 90 years old, though, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> Mark Twain once said, if voting mattered, they wouldn't let us do it. Period. <laughs> so, when, so when are y'all going to wake up? But who are we going to vote for, Lisa, Donald Duck? What are we going to do? You got to vote for yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's what you got to vote for. Somebody going to have to win. Like, like I, I, no, I, I, I was so liking gas on getting $2. Hold your vote. You got to win. Okay. Keep voting. Then. Keep voting then and see how I that's never voted one day in my life, but one of these two idiots <laughs> got to win. So, how about local elections? But, you know, let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. Trump did earn our vote, though. Um, this last time, and I didn't believe in him, but he's not the same man now that he was a year right. ago. He's changed. So either the Hydra took over, what? 
or they replaced him. But that's not the same. I mean, he, I mean, he's 70 pounds lighter. What kind of 75-year-old man goes to CrossFit and loses 60 pounds in five months? It doesn't happen. He's a, he's a completely different person. Even Candace Owens noticed that. So, I mean, and now all of a sudden his views completely changed. Now he's a big pharma salesman. I mean, come on. None of this is making any sense. Nobody double speaks like that. I mean, and then his son is vaccine damaged. So for him to be pushing after he was just talking bad about the boost, promoting that he's getting it, how do you call an injection in a needle beautiful? There's something wrong. That, that, that's not, there's something wrong. That's not, I'll be honest with you. I don't even Rico, think that's really wrong. Rico, we love them and everything, but this is the same dude that, that, that was in love with his daughter. And I'm not talking about the love of the daughter. It's the same dude. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. That, that is creepy. That, that. that was creepy. I, I'm, I'm not going to. Listen, we're not. We're not listen, us Trump, we liked our freedom. But no, us Trump supporters are not a part of a cult. Soon as Trump started talking the wrong language, we said, look, we're going to keep the name, keep the movement, we, but he's, we're going to remove the man. Yeah, we're moving, we're, we're moving on without Trump. Listen, he's, or the dude from he's the one. Sorry. He's the one that. Um, hire Fauci last year. He's the one that put Operation Warspeed. He's also part owner of Moderna and melanated people. We need to stop looking for a leader. Do you have proof that he had shares in Moderna? Do you have proof? And if you think that a, and I don't want to offend anybody, that somebody outside of who we are is our savior and we get to pick, that's part of the cabal because they were sent here. And I'm talking about esoteric. People need to stop thinking about this 3D thing because not even in a local level, they're working for us. This happened thousands of years ago and they're all part of the same but thing. But we can't trust Pendar loves children. But melanated people guys, are and that's why they do like, all We can't this. trust them either. Who do we trust? What do we do? Real quick, real quick. Brother, if you did not get escorted... We need to take down the CIA. Real quick, real quick. If you did not get escorted as the new president in the Bilderberg group, well, then you're not going to be president because they know who exactly who's going to win. It's not about who wins. It's about who they put in place to basically continue the, uh, the formula. That's all it is. It's all the same plan. It's just the faith. So if we get rid of this system, what comes after it? And, and that, that's the problem right there. Justice. <laughs> that's the problem right there. Because we were born the construct of this particular matrix particular parent that you don't even understand that your sovereignty was usurped from you the moment that, you know your parents put you into the system and they don't know they don't they didn't know any better but guys we are at a time of the great awakening okay and so there is nothing you you know we are always trying to fix things outside of us something that exists external you know to do this to do that but you have to do that inner work because listen if everyone that was trying to change the planet was actually working to say and change themselves that in, just by you doing that, that would change the planet. You, you understand what I'm saying? The only way that this matrix works, that these pedophiles can exist, that this system is there. And I was a part of it. I was a part of it. Okay. I was in the military for 11 years. I worked at the Pentagon. You know, I worked for the federal government after that as a civilian contractor with a very high clearance. I was a part of that world, you know, but I walked away from it because it was, it ran contradictory. Well, Lisa, don't you keep that clearance forever? And don't you, aren't you got, aren't you NDA double up? I'm not, I don't keep the clearance forever. 
my clearance is inactive, but they can monitor me forever legally, you know, they can. Um, so, you know, with that, with that being said though, you know what I'm saying? Like I walked away from that world. So I know what that is. Okay. I'm not just out here just speculating. Um, but the thing is like, this doesn't exist. It's like, if you chose to not, if you really weren't sure if you wanted to be vaccinated or not, I I'm free choice. If you want to get vaccinated, do it. If you don't, don't do it. Okay. I don't like the division and people blaming other people and, 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 you know, this machine telling people what to think. Okay. But the fact of the matter is you will never be a billionaire. You may touch a million dollars, but at this point, that's like being a thousandaire. Okay. And the reason why is because that you were not designed to do that. The people that are to go, that go to boarding schools that are part of these elite circles, they're learning in the eighth grade. And that's from someone in this room telling me they're learning how to do stocks. They have a whole different experience. They have a whole different educational system that has nothing to do with you. You're being bred to be a worker bee, period. So until those people are able to stand up and stop, you know, believe you, George Bush was a C student. They do not go through the same things, the same goals and um, that we are given goalposts of achievements and these, these bars that are set for us is not real because you go to school, you get into debt, you know what I'm saying? You spend your life paying off debt. You work from this age till you, and then you retire and then you die. That's not their life while they're, you know, floating off the same barge, flying all over the world, jet setting, abusing people, killing people, doing whatever they want. And you're making them rich. So that is the, the matrix. And you're thinking, oh, if I vote for this person, if I vote for that person, you have to vote for yourself. You have to put yourself first. Oh, Giuseppe's here. <laughs> you have to put yourself first. And when you, under oh, I, I, I'm just talking. I'm gonna see my, um, my people on stage. But I hope you guys are, um, you know, understanding what it is that I am saying. Okay. I was going to pop in real quick. Um, I had a call with Todd, my OBM today, and I and my coach who is trying to get this program out there and creating this for our experience to get him into my courses. And frankly, super frustrated. I need to talk with him because by the the time frames that they're running, it's going to take me another four months to get this all these. Oh, Cassandra, that you're off. I don't think she's talking to us. Yeah, she's um, okay. So I. Just oh, sorry, her. guys. My my <laughs> my mic was on, and I was sending a private message. Now you know all my secrets. Hey yeah, guys, I, I mean, how you doing? Yeah. So welcome to the stage. Breaking but, you news, know, guys. I don't care, like who you're voting for. Like you know, you voting for Trump or anybody else. Now, you know, yes, when Trump was in office, I do believe that you know, in according to the system that we're used to. He was, you know, uh, apart from the public really hating him and him being very obnoxious, you know, on, on Twitter or whatever. I don't care. You know, we actually had low gas prices. We actually, you know, had more jobs were being produced. He was trying to bring jobs back to America. You know, um, he was trying to do prison reform. You know, those are tangible things that we could actually say that is better for society than what we're dealing with now. This is complete uh, dictatorship you know, with let's go Brandon. Okay. He was trafficking uh, kids at the border. Exactly. But we still are falling into a trap when we are, are choosing duality because this world really is about oneness, you know, and until we have to get back to that, 
And that oneness, if you can become one with yourself, then you can become one with other natural human beings around you, okay? We're fighting everywhere. And there's always a division. There's always a this or a that. And that is the illusion of choice. While the people that are giving you these fictitious choices, they continue to maintain their power. So you have to stop participating and become self-sufficient. You know, right now, you know, with um, we're moving into the 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 um, fourth industrial revolution, according to you know Klaus Schwab. He wrote a book about it. He's the head of the World Economic Forum, right? And so they have a vision for Agenda 2030, what the world is going to look like. And so the jobs that many people have right now won't exist anymore. Now is the time to start having your own businesses, utilizing your personal skill sets, and monetizing and figuring out how you can make a living, growing your own food things of that nature. So you don't have to rely on someone can't say to you, you know what, you need to get a job so that you can continue to feed your family and have a roof over your head. That's that has a an expiration date because now that's turned into you're going to need a booster every three months and you have to continue to comply with that. That is not being a sovereign human being. That's that's a slave. So that's either side. So now everyone's like, it's Trump or, you know, it's not either. It's dismantling this, all of this bullshit. You get it? It's the people or the cabal. Hi, Lisa. I agree. I'm Elizabeth. I've been on stage for a while. I've just been listening. How are you? Hey, Elizabeth. I'm great. It's glad, I'm glad to have you here. It's an excellent room. Um, I, I ran for political office uh, last year. Um, I challenged in New York State the sponsor of the repeal of the religious exemption, which which ushered in this era of forced shots and mandates in New York, and that will probably um, trickle to other states as well. Um, but I, I have a funny story, if you want to hear about it, about uh, the Clintons. Um, when I was running for oh, oh. <laughs> well, it, a lot of people like see I'm a Democrat and they're like, oh, you're a Democrat. That's really bad. But the problem is, is if you want to challenge a very corrupt politician, my district in um, Manhattan is 65 percent Democrat. So the only way to oust, um, you know, a corrupt politician in that situation is to primary them. Right. And I did really well in the primary last year. It was it was absolutely amazing. But before I, I was trying to decide whether to run, first I was trying to find someone else to challenge him because I, I'm, I'm not, I was not in politics at all. I'm, I'm a teacher and I have four kids, um, but I was just like an angry mom, right? <laughs> so I was like, but um, I was trying to decide if I should run or not. And so um, some people were trying to dissuade me from running, right? But I was, I was asleep about a lot of these issues, um, you know, with trafficking and all that stuff. I didn't know what I know now. And this person who's super well connected, she came up to me and she was like, Liz, you know, your opponent, he's really close with the Clintons. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, it made sense. I mean, you know, he's a Democrat, you know, but now what I know now, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> you know, it was like, it was almost like they were trying to warn me. Do you know what I mean? But, um. That, you know, they're trying to trying to scare me because of, you know, Hillary, Hillary, whatever. 
<laughs> so I don't know. Now, yeah, I, I was just like, okay, yeah, he's, he's, he's a Democrat. You know, he knows the Clintons, whatever. So, but um, yeah, that's my story. And I, I totally agree with you about the two wings of the same bird. Um, you know, everyone thinks that the Republicans in New York, a lot of people think that if we get a Republican uh, governor, that will save us. And I, I, I disagree. I think the, the problem we have right now is the government is really, um, you know, it doesn't represent the people. Um, the way that you can tell uh, this is by the financial records. Like we pay taxes and then our representatives are supposed to use those taxes for our benefit. But right now there, there are literally no, um, no financial statements for our government. They don't exist. There was something called um, FASB, Financial Accounting Standards Advisory Board 56, on the federal level that made it so that they can it's very complicated and I don't want to butcher the explanation, but it's basically they don't, they can hide the money basically. And in New York state, there's, cause I, I know when I ran for office, I was trying to find the financial records because I have an, a degree in accounting. So that was something I could really talk about, you know, not, not sound like a no vice. And I, there was no financial records and the, um, the state in March of 2020 was in a um, six to $8 billion deficit. So they were just squandering all this money. So, um, and actually that ties into people have, no one's talked about this, but that a hundred percent is why Epstein was killed. I think was because they used Epstein to launder money. You know what I mean? They, they get all these powerful people and they photograph them. You know, if you're, if you're a man and you're photographed with a 10 year old boy, they got you, you'll do anything that they say. And so after FASB 56 passed, they didn't need Epstein to launder money anymore. They could just hide the money and, you know, do what they're doing now. But it's, it's, I'm kind of generalizing with that, but I think a lot of what happened to Epstein has to do with the finances. And that's one aspect, which I haven't gone down that rabbit hole so much because I was focusing on New York state, but that's just one aspect I just wanted to mention. I'm Elizabeth. Thanks so much. That was probably very boring. Sorry. Thank you, Elizabeth. I'm sorry if that was boring. No, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. Thanks for sharing that. We, we, you know, we welcome all perspectives. So yeah, welcome all the new people to the stage. If you know you haven't spoken, it is a um, free flowing stage. We're not in any particular order. Anyone can speak. You know. So what are your can thoughts? I, can I ask a question of the lawyer? Because I I ran a court watching program in in for seven years in New York City, and but I'm not familiar with this, this court. My question is this, is there were, I think someone had mentioned there were 300. Okay. Is it possible from what my understanding is that since she was convicted, that they can't convict the people who are implicated because it's double jeopardy or is that correct? I'm not sure about uh, double jeopardy. No, no, that's a good question. So double jeopardy applies to individuals that have already been charged. Their case has been litigated. There are a number of ways you can get into double jeopardy, but if they're just part of the case, but they haven't been charged, then I'm not sure that uh, that phrase, double jeopardy, and what it means would apply here. But I could be wrong. I don't know a ton about the case. I'm learning about it through, you know, coming in here for the most part. uh, Through Lisa's rooms, they're awesome for... uh, She's been holding for so long, and so there have been a lot of details along the way. But to answer your question specifically, I can't say exactly.
double jeopardy generally means you can't be tried twice for the same crime. Right. And that's, that's, I, that's what I think this is about. I think that they're doing this so that, well, this person was already implicated in this case. So we can't try these, the, these A-listers because it's double jeopardy. And so I think that that's what this is really about because I mean, the, the rabbit hole of the legal system, oh boy, <laughs> you know, that's something really, you know, do, Jerry, do you know what the bar stands for? No, I don't know what it stands for. Um, it's a British accredit British accreditation registry. I think. I mean, lawyer. I have most some, some of my closest friends are attorneys, and they don't they didn't know this when they became lawyers. But um, you vow um, your pledge an oath to the crown when you become an attorney. <laughs> I, that those words never came out of my mouth. So if I did, maybe it was in writing and I didn't read it, which is un, highly unlikely. But yeah, it's not. That's an interesting theory. I never heard that. I, I, I'm learning for sure. Yeah, it's something. It's uh, it's 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 pretty. If you look it up, it's uh, it stands for British Accreditation Registration Registry, and um, yeah, mm -hmm. it's 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 uh, quite. It's a and I, I start. I started learning about this because back in um, when I decided to run for office, the New York State Bar Association vo voted in in um, November of 2020 for mandatory uh, shots. I'm sorry, got uh, for mandatory shots for all New Yorkers. So that made me kind of look into the bar association a little bit more, and also just the problems I'd seen in the courts. I mean, there's some really amazing, very heroic attorneys. But um, the, the court system in general, um, the, the, you know, I, I don't want to go into it here, but there were some a lot of concerns. It's, it's broken. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear about the judge in the Epstein case that was that with the um, she got a delivery and they shot her husband, her son? Oh, did, yeah. Did anyone hear about that? A while ago that happened. Yeah, that yeah, was crazy. Was that happened? Yeah, they killed yes. his son. I'm yes. surprised that doesn't happen more often, to be honest with you. Yeah, they're definitely sending a signal to these judges that, you know, you do what we say or else. It's kind of rare. It's kind of rare, though, right? Well, no, what they do is they just move. Well, if you have a, a good, if you have a judge who's like a good, there are some, some very, very good judges and they're very honest. But in a lot of these cases, they need. They need judges who are going to vote the way that they need them to, to vote. Like I was very familiar with the masking children case in New York state. And there's case law in New York state that you have to mask a child. And if you're not masking children, you are, it's dangerous. Like that, that's on, that's Kate. They have horrible case law in New York. And the reason that that happened was because they had, the case was filed in Nassau County and they had a certain judge and at the last minute they switched out that judge and put in a new judge who had from the city who had some who was compromised long and island that judge, this is a state court judge in long island in nassau county uh yeah the case was brought in nassau county but they switched out a, a different judge from from the city who you know who was uh, compromised and so, or, you know, we don't know, but she was totally controlled and she wrote something that looked like it came straight out of, you know, Zucker's office, the Department of Health. And um, 
and everyone knows, you know, we know now that masking children is, is very dangerous for their health, but they flipped it. They said, no, it's actually, um, it's good for their health. And so now if you're a parent, so that there's just this horrible case law and it's because they can control the judges so much. So I'm Elizabeth. That's it. Everybody wake up. Come on, everybody wake up now. We're all not, I'm not saying you, Elizabeth, people don't like to hear lawyers talk about boring things, I guess, but <laughs> no, yeah, sense about Clarence Thomas, <laughs> why he was put in position, Clarence Thomas, the Coke and the pubic hair. What the, what? what? Yeah. I remember I that. Remember oh that. my God. This stuff has been going on for so long. You know what I'm saying? It, this all can't be coincidence. I mean, let's take a, um, let me, let me see if the audience is awake. Let's see if the audience is awake. Do you want, you guys want to do a poll? Well, let's get the room shaking. I, first of all, let's get everybody on stage to flash their mics for me. Thirty seconds. I want to see who's who's awake on the stage. Who's acting? Okay, I see who's sleeping on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sleeping before I was driving. Yeah, I was driving. I need to take my kid somewhere. Oh, I see. I see you stage quarters. Okay, fireman is back. What's up, fireman? Hey, what's going on? <laughs> you came and left so um, fast earlier. So yeah, we, we just sit here chopping it up. You know, we're um, diving deep into this. Um, so I, I want to ask the audience a question. You know, let's see who's awake in the audience. Okay. So um, first of all, let me clear out the, okay, we got one person that wants to come up. Let me bring them up and then let me clear out, turn it off. Okay. We're not going to bring you up on stage, but um, if I want to ask the audience a question. I'm going to turn hand raising back on. So, um, op you know, raise your hand. We're not going to bring you on stage. Raise your hand if you feel as though that this, what is going on with the Ghislaine Maxwell trial, this is something that is normal in the elite circles, sex trafficking amongst human trafficking, elites, um, you know, ritual sexual abuse, satanic sexual abuse, all the stuff that's going on. If you think this is normal um, in the court systems, in the elite system and the politicians in Hollywood, raise your hand. That's a hell of a oh question. shit! <laughs> <That's> a... <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Wait, Lisa. What was the question? I'm sorry. I want to. What'd you say? It's for the people in the audience. Okay. But um, the question is because a lot of people think that this is. I want to see if people think this is abnormal, right? We've got. Let me see how many people is in the room. We got 222 people in the room. And 30, it's okay, so people started putting their hands down, but I think it was like 31 people, 34 people that raised their hand that said that they do believe that this um, is something that is common practice. Human trafficking is something that is common practice amongst the elites, Hollywood, the entertainment, and um, politicians, and it's all pervasive throughout our system. Definitely agree so, with that. Yep, yep, I think the audience did too. So let me go ahead and clear out the the queue. Let me turn the hand raising off. I want to I want to okay. say something too after you do this if, if you don't mind. Yeah, no, I'm done. Go ahead. Um so my thing is she takes the fall. But do you guys ever question like do these like 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 for her I want to know 
is she going to really do time or is she going to be cuz I'm really big on you know it's the matrix unveiled like I'm really build big on like I don't want to say conspiracy but obviously like for those who don't know like that's that's a term that the you know the FBI made up CIA whatever you want to call them um but I I feel like what if she actually is able to get away like i personally and call me crazy but i feel like uh what's his name jeff i feel like he might really still be alive i feel like they faked his death this guy is billionaire super really powerful you got pres you got all the elites behind this guy so you know what let's fake your death let's get you out of here on the on in the ambulance and let's get you somewhere out. He probably he got a whole he probably got a whole new face. And so I'm thinking just Lane just took the whole fall. What if that was like her like that was her role? Like, are right, you gonna take the fall, whatever it is, but we're gonna get you out some way, somehow, and she might just be right on another island with Jeff, living their best life with different <laughs> names. And like I'm telling you, this pop like that, that's why I said earlier right. she probably ain't gonna go to jail. She probably ain't gonna go to jail. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna get a, a look alike. They're gonna get a they're gonna get her a look alike. They're gonna switch her out with somebody else. So it's gonna be something. I'm telling y'all, these you. people are laughing at us. They're like, y'all thought this was. And I'm telling y'all, and I feel like me being in the music industry and me being connected with certain people, I know a lot more than like average people and there's the, there's certain stuff i still don't know uh because i'm not at that level yet but i know bro like when it comes to like obviously when it comes to movies when it comes to commercial with certain things they put the truth out there sublim they, they put it in our face on purpose and like these directors that be putting certain stuff in movies be like getting told they be getting these ideas from the elites so you know like if you get a movie that came out 10, 15 years ago and it's talking about a virus and the vaccine and this, that, and we got COVID, it's COVID and all this now, a lot of stuff be already planned. That's crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to put that out there. Like I could I could go on and on and on about certain stuff, but um, I just feel like we might think that, you know, oh, wow, it's a rap. She in jail for all these years is going down. Hooray. But I feel like it might not be what people really think. Like, I feel like she might really be like, oh, you know, she might get away with this, you know. So if y'all see something come out soon about a, a, a suicide or uh, or whatever it is, it might not be what. what Fine, man. They don't get billions. Fine, man. They don't get billions for for not playing in the head. Like somehow they're playing. Fireman, the fireman. Welcome to the Matrix Unveiled. Because everything that you just said. <laughs> Is exactly what I think, right? <laughs> That's what's happening. You know, I don't talk yeah. about that. Like, I don't think that Jeffrey Epstein is dead. Actually, I posted a photo montage in my Discord um, yesterday of him being wheeled out of the, you know, uh, of the jail, quote unquote, his body, and someone is highlighting that his ears are different, right? So they show like his own ears. I, I, I agree with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is so big and it's so deep and. We've been covering this for like, um, like the day before 
I did a room. I did two rooms before the trial started, right? The Epstein Maxwell connection. And then I did when, um, Virgil Abloh passed away because I have a, um, a court document with ha- which has like co-conspirators, um, in another case. And his name was on there along with her name and a lot of other people, you know, in the industry Weinstein, you know, Beyonce was on there, Kanye, you know, Lil Wayne, you know, Young Money Productions, Jay-Z, a lot of names were on there, companies, you know what I'm saying, were on there. And um, so I was like, damn, is there a connection between his death and her? So now we got to start paying attention to, you know, who who's who's dying, who's stepping down from companies. You know, we know that like CNN, two of their, their um, top people got clipped you know, and caught up in the pedophile, you know, um, charges or whatever. And that hasn't been highly publicized, but all of that happened. So yeah, you're in the right place because that's the, we jumping out the window, you know what I'm saying? On all of this stuff, that's what we do in the, in the matrix unveiled. Jeffrey Epstein is probably still alive. Um, Ghislaine Maxwell, they're going to walk her out the back door. You know what I mean? Is that a conspiracy though? That's believable. They got this called that she has a thing called the Terramar um Terramar project which they claim doesn't exist anymore but it was all about taking over the high seas she's got a submarine license she's got a helicopter license how do you traffic and move products over international waters you got to have access to the to the oceans okay and so all the the F, Jeffrey Epstein's pedophile island is not the only one there's many of them there's a network of them. So th- this isn't over. It's not done. That's why we have to keep talking about it. But yeah, you're on the right track. And um, Jeff is just, is, is, is one of many, many. And yeah, it's sad to say, some of my, our favorite idols, some of our favorite people to watch when you want to go on the TV network or, or, or movies, those be the same folks that be at these secret parties with underage girls and doing certain things you got the the royal family connected with all of this too you know what i'm saying it's it's a, it, it goes deep and it's it's not just americans there's a lot of other countries involved uh you know what i'm saying the let's we, we, we don't let me get started with the united nations like these people have sit downs with each other to plan different casual you know mass casualties in different countries, bro. I'm telling you, they all sit down and plan this shit together. This is what we build a birth group, and this is what we gonna do here. And and that's just, and, and it, it gets real. It gets so deep that if you really think about it, it's really scary. Like if you think about how evil like the world is, it's like damn. Like it's a lot of it. It, it it'll have you paranoid as a motherfucker. Because I tell you, once I started really, you know, opening my third eye and started really being woke and started seeing shit for what it is it gets it gets really scary so y'all got to be prepared if you you know to to know certain things it comes with a lot you might you know be walking down the street and be thinking shit like damn like this is what what's going on so you know make sure y'all y'all y'all, y'all gotta pay attention pay attention and they be putting shit right in front of our faces and we just be thinking it's a game and they use comedians they use pe- the comedians to make jokes and laugh about it you know you got people like Jim Carrey and certain folks that I even like, and it's like I didn't seen stuff where they they'll joke about the new world order and joke about being a Satanist and all that, and they be dead serious, and you got the whole crowd laughing, and they, and it's just like that's what it is. They make light of stuff when it's really dark. 
Yeah, and let's not forget that the um, the chief medical examiner who uh, oversaw Jeffrey Epstein's autopsy, she resigned the day the trial started. Facts. It was true. And can I just say this after um, I wanted to kind of piggyback of uh, Fireman. What people do not understand, the cabal is ran by Pendar. And again, I don't care who thinks I'm crazy because ever since I, I was a little girl, I known about this. I've been to AlienCon. I've done a lot of that weirdo shit that now people are into, right? So when these artists, Hollywood was created, was for the manipulation of what Lisa said, the slave population. The CIA runs Hollywood. The CIA runs the music industry. The CIA runs everything, but they have to go report to the royal family and the royal family reports to the Vatican and the Vatican reports to you know, the middle extraterrestrial and that middle extraterrestrial reports to the head honchos, the Draco reptilians. So, yeah, when they say you sell your soul to the devils, you really do. There's a whole tentacle network. There's an octopus, and everything that we witness in this matrix is part of that. They even show you in the Matrix movie how it works. So if people think, oh, it's not normal for celebrities, politicians to sacrifice children, they have to do it for their sky daddy, Pindar. This is part of their life. This is how these entities survive out here. They survive by children's sacrifice, human sacrifice, because that's why they came to this planet. That's why they're called planet destroyers, planet killers, because they have done this for trillions of years. So people are too surprised. Oh, my God, like, do you see Beyonce? Fuck them. All of them. When you go into the entertainment industry, it doesn't matter what category, you have to sign your soul away. And this is the things you have to do. You have to, you want to be a politician? Forget about it. This cabal system has ruined so many people. I just saw a documentary where it was interesting because we always see Germany as an evil country, right? Germany, when the cabal, the cabal really started flexing in the 1800s, was one of the very few countries that wanted to be part of it. That's why they did two world wars on Germany. People think about that. People need to research that because all we hear is Nazi, Nazi, Nazi. Well, it's deeper than what we think because these beings that are causing and manipulating have been doing this for trillions of years. Ghislaine Maxwell, she is a pawn. She's a wannabe reptilian. All I gotta say, a wannabe. She's she's a like we say in Spanish, a mosca. She's nothing compared to what we're really dealing with behind the scenes. Lisa, reptilian. Didn't we hear that in the interview? Didn't you play something that said the word reptilian? Yeah. Reptilian? Or you cut it off? Something like that. She's touching on something. Uh, we didn't. I've mentioned Pindar. Um, before and I'm I'm sitting here googling trying to think because guys whether you know it or not like there's so much information in my head that sometimes I do have a hard time keeping it straight but um there was a castle that is mentioned this castle is over um in Europe somewhere right and um there's it's lots of lore on the castle that you can go on on YouTube but for some can reason 
is escaping my mind right now. And I know this, I've mentioned it so many times, but so this particular castle is, and give me a few minutes, I'm going to keep Googling it. But so Pindar, and I, I also spoke about Arizona Wilder and her interview with David Icke, you know, um, and she spoke about when these rituals, this, these, um, these rituals that these elite families and the royal families are doing, how they're sacrificing to this entity named Pindar. So I was listening to a brother named Ross Ben, okay? And he spoke about how the, the Pindar is the progenitor of the 13 bloodlines on the planet. I, I don't know if this is true, you guys. I'm just telling you what I, my research revealed, okay? Um, and that in this castle, the uh, Huska Castle, there, it came back to me. So the Huska Castle, H-O-U-S-K-A, the Huska Castle, um, go look it up. There's a lot of lore. So this castle, the Nazis had taken it over at one point. It's over in like near Bohemia, in the Bohemia, somewhere in Europe, in that side. You know, most castles were known for like their forts and their like um, strategic you know, militaristic, militaristic positions, you know, you, you, it, they could be guarded. They had forts, they had, you know, things around them. It, they, they were strategic, right? This particular castle with the lore is that, um, inside the castle, in the middle of the castle, there is the pit inside that is a bottomless pit. And so that's saying that that's the, basically the gateway to hell. So the fortifications of the castle were not on the outside of the castle, but they were on the inside to keep something in. And so go look it up, H-O-U-S-K-A, the Huska Castle. And so according to Ross Ben, this castle is where um, Pindar brought forth all of these, the 13 bloodlines on the planet, okay? And this is where you get like these people that are not completely fully human, right? And this lady um, who was talking about satanic ritual abuse in front of Windsor Castle that I played a little bit of earlier. You know, she didn't mention Pindar, but she did mention, so Pindar is the lizard king, is what he's known as, right? And so, but she does mention the queen basically turning into a shapeshifting into a reptilian, okay? Um, later on in the video. So you guys, you know, the link was up. Hopefully you guys, you know, grabbed it and you can go and watch it at your leisure. But um, Arizona Wilder said in her interview with David Icke, and it's old, but it's still there. Um, and you can find it on BitChute. And she talks about like, even when Princess Diana died in the, that tunnel, that this was a, a ritual to Pindar. And that one of the Rockefellers, I can't remember which one, I'm sorry, the Rothschilds, either the Rothschilds, yeah, one of the Rothschilds had to be there in the tunnel to collect the soul of the unborn baby that was born. So it was a ritual that they played out that was an Isis and Osiris type of ritual because he was, um, Daudi Fayyad was Egyptian. So he represented the Osiris energy and that Diana, there is, um, you know, is like there's in, I forget which pantheon um, or which culture it was in, but Diana is a goddess, right? And so it's like, in, it's the representation of the Isis energy. And so that whole them dying in the tunnel was an actual ritual and that they was there to sacrifice them, them and the child, the Isis Osiris, the, the triple, you know, is the mother, the father and the child energy to Pindar. Okay. And so this is who they're always sacrificing to. So just put it out there since she brought up Pindar. 
Okay. You need some good time to get in that tunnel. Tell you that much. Hey, you guys. Um, Lisa, first of all, I just want to say that you are the GOAT. All right. You, the fact that you've had this room and we got, um, you know, the verdict, I just tip my hat off to you, girl. You, you definitely did it. Absolutely. You know, we I- love you, Lisa. <laughs> Peace, Lisa. <laughs> I was about to say that, too. Yeah, it's so dope. Because um, I've just been in here just listening and getting my knowledge. But I also wanted to add to that Pandar um, story because me and my homegirl, we were actually looking up some information earlier today. And I was trying to get the correlation between a what a Kappa was. So a Kappa is basically, you know, part of the fraternity, the Kappa, the Deltas. And um, I looked into Greek mythology, I mean, not Greek mythology, but, but the Greek uh, alphabet. But I wanted to go into what Kappa meant. So as I was doing my research, you guys, I found out that Kappa is related to a fourth lord that is from the Japanese culture. This is dating back so many years ago. And apparently the fourth lord is, and this is on, um, this is, you know, you can find it uh, if you duck, duck, go. Uh, basically, it's known as the river child and the Kawataro. Um, and it is an amphibious yokai demon or imp found in traditional Japanese folklore that is typically depicted as a green human-like being with webbed hands and feet and a turtle-like carapace on their backs. Um, they also have a depression on their head called a dish. Um, this is correlating with the meaning of literally what kappa, what a kappa is. So if you're going into a fraternity, I feel like if you're, it, it can also correlate with it, what the young lady was saying earlier with the bar association. Like, I feel like there are organizations that exist that directly correlate with these uh, either extraterrestrial beings or um just different families that exist on this planet and it's just it's so much information you guys down to uh i guess a lady named uh keo yokei and she represents disease um and it it just it just really blows my mind so if you guys want to look up what kappa means that could potentially be what you guys are speaking of as well, or have some sort of correlation. So, can I respond? Just Jared, I think there's some kappas on this clubhouse. You know what I mean? There's a lot of kappas. I'm joking. It's a bad joke, but oh yeah, guys, no question about it. Remember the no, movie by Richard Pryor? I was not referring to you, by the way. I'm just joking, making a joke about clubhouse. People, can I say something the about the movie Richard That's Pryor, you guys? Yeah, Remember when he was um something about picking the the fruit the 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 guys in the field they were picking the fruit but then there was this executive that had this ring and it glittered and Richard Pryor whatever he was going to do kind of changed his mind when he saw that ring but we know that these fraternities these attorneys they have these pins and sometimes it's unspoken. 
all you have to do is show and flash your little pin, your little ring, and you they, they get the message loud and clear. So those are things that have been, um, you know, around a long time too. You don't have to say anything. It's a um, unspoken word, and it's sometimes it's that uh, the 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 sorority pin. If you see it, they know you're in the club and you're a part of their organization, and you get a pass. Yep, same thing like on masonry. Hi, hey, Lisa. Um, thanks for hosting this room again. I was actually waiting for this day because this is the question I want to ask you. Now that she's been found guilty, do we believe that she's actually going to do the time that she's sentenced to, or is she actually going to? Uh, is she is she just basically like fulfilling <laughs> something that Epstein did? Because some people don't even believe he's really been suicided. So, I just wanted to know what you thought, Lisa. Like, what do you think the end result is? I think that if um, we just actually talked about this a few minutes ago and fireman, you know, I I agree with what he was saying that basically um, they're going to shuffle her out the back door. If she gets any significant amount of time, you know, and she, she'll, you know, listen, we talked about Epstein, you know, in that movie, remember that movie face off with, um, I can't remember his name, but you know, that John guy, John Travolta. Nicholas Cage and John Travolta. Right. Nicholas, yeah. Nicholas Cage. Right. And, um, so, you know, listen with all of the, you know, um, surgical procedures that we have available today, there's people that don't look like themselves on Instagram, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they don't even have mm-hmm. a lot of money. So, you know, the technology is definitely there. Um, I, I definitely feel like they gain too much power and I don't necessarily think that, um, she will do any time, you know, I, you know, even if it appears that way in the public, because all the world is a stage, um, you know, she's going to be in protective custody, quote unquote. And so nobody's going to know whether she's there or not, you know, she's going to be pushed out the back door. That's what I think. And they're going to go onto one of these islands and they're going to continue um, doing what they were doing, but in a lesser capacity, for sure. You know, they won't be at all these shindigs and, you know, these um, elite socialite um, social parties and, and all of that. They w- they're they definitely, they've been demoted, but I don't think that they're gone, that she's going to do any time. And I think um, Epstein's still alive. Those are just my thoughts. Lisa, this is Neha from London. I just wanted to um, quickly say something, if that's okay. First of all, I really wanted to give you such heartfelt gratitude for holding these rooms. I'm in London. It's quarter to three in the morning. I've listened to most of the replays. I cannot, cannot thank you enough because we have really, and you've heard this before, been starved of the information around um, what's been going on in this case. And there's a couple of things I wanted to add to it. First of all, I wholeheartedly agree with what Fireman had to say. Um, It's been a really interesting experience on a personal level because um, back in the day, about 20 years ago, I used to work for an organization in the UK called the Miscarriage of Justice Organization. And the last piece of work I did before I fell pregnant with my firstborn was um, researching a woman here, a journalist called Jill Dando, which I think was mentioned in one of your rooms um, 
possibly the, the one or the one before, forgive me, I'm quite tired now, um, who again, I was a close friend of Lady Diana and was also assassinated. Um, it was a full assassination killing and we worked on um, the research to the chap that was accused, wrongfully accused of her killing and in the process started to un un unravel how corrupt, how deep the corruption lay in the British legal system, going back to what Elizabeth was saying about the bar and what it stands for, that, you know, the, um, the long reach of the British colonial system throughout the world um, and the legacy it's left and the cultural legacy, the legal legacy. And as well, you would talk a lot about Hollywood. The biggest film industry in the world is actually Bollywood. Um, again, that's something I've worked in a million years ago. And the corruption there is just... Um, and you, it, you could see it openly happening. But as you've often said yourself, while not everybody is involved in everything... Um, a lot of people are coming either from a poverty consciousness, think there's no other way. I remember listening to one of your rooms about a musician speaking about she grew up in it. And, you know, it is only at certain moments when your eyes are open. Because if you're brought up in a system, um, a programming that's so pervasive, um, you don't realize you're on the inside of it. If, if you're brought up only with abuse, you don't realize that it's occurring. Um, even the whole situation when you had that guest, Amanda Eilish, it was very interesting for me because I then discovered, like many people, when I went to her Instagram, that I actually had a mutual friend with her, um, which kind of blew my mind and made me step back a bit and really start to question who knew, who didn't know. Um, there's a lot of hiding in plain sight that occurs, which you've, many people here have talked about. The fact that things are put out in movies, things are put out in songs, in the cultural collective through comedians. And I really want to say things. I know that in this moment, more than ever, it feels like we are being squeezed and suppressed and oppressed at an unprecedented level. But things like this room, holding the space in this room. Um, I listened to Running Man speak with my daughter when he talked the other day about how we, we are in this moment more than ever fighting a, a battle of beliefs and taking back our sovereignty, taking back our decisions to take ownership of ourselves, of our higher consciousness, being in alignment with that, with our own self-worth and um, how to put it there are other ways I want to speak about things but like Brigitte my, my family is diplomatic and I have to kind of watch a few things um, and I'm tired I don't want to make a slip up but I really want to acknowledge and can and really say how grateful I am for this space that you hold and the difference you're making the word is getting out the word is getting out. I happen to actually believe that the that the war is already won, that reality just has to catch up because you only need one glimmer of light 
in the darkness for that to grow. And I just wanted to applaud you and acknowledge you. You really are a queen. And I cannot thank you from enough from the bottom of my heart. I've taken your rooms and shared them with everyone and said, listen to this, listen to listen to this, open your ears. I won't say a single thing, just listen to the conversation, the diversity of people who've come in here, but the commonality with which they've spoken about the abuse on such a phenomenal level, but not to buy into the fear, not to get scared, to stay strong. And I hold you up really as a beacon of that truth. So I seriously wanted to thank you and um, acknowledge that before before I passed out again at three in the morning. So thank you very much for allowing me to interrupt and say that to you and to everybody else and all the moderators um, who have held the space. It is an amazing thing. You are having a conversation on many levels that is really making a profound difference. Don't ever please forget that. Thank you. I'm out. Thank you so much for saying that. Those words were very kind. You know, I really appreciate the feedback because, you know, when you're doing the rooms and you're trying to share content and it's for me, it's not just about when, when, whatever room that I'm doing, I sort of, I just throw myself into it. Um, I do, you know, um, some research. I make resources available for the people that are part of the Discord so that they can follow along. If they want to learn more, they can go do research on their own. So I'm not just here as like a, you know, like a talking head. I really do want to foster a conversation and facilitate the conversation so that other smart people, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I think that some of the smartest people on Clubhouse come through my stages because just of the, the things that people share. So I appreciate that it is a group effort, you know, because people do come in and share their perspectives and they share their research and their very brilliant points. So, you know, I thank you. And, you know, that's the whole point of this is so that this is not just, you know, this isn't a show. This isn't a, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, how many people can we get in the room? Of course, we want as many people in here as possible, but we want people to leave feeling more empowered, you know, not to 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 um to feel as though that they can speak up. And the fact that, you know, you're in that that realm of what, you know, some of the things that I discuss, right? And Birgit, you know, um, and I have communicated, she's come in, she shared her, shared her story. She's not here now, but she was here earlier. She was really quiet. She doesn't like to talk all the time. You know, and I don't want to pressure her. Um, but she's someone who is friends with um, Amanda Elias, who came into the room, who is very good friends with um, Ghislaine Maxwell. She came into the first room that I did the day before the trial started. And her um, Instagram was quite disturbing, right? And, um, you know, everything went well until we asked her about some of the stuff that was on her Instagram. She did have photographs with Marina Abramovich, the spirit cooker. Um, you know, she's married to like a, um, you know, a, a billionaire who is tied into the royal family in some way, um, not a part of it, but, you know, works for them or works he's, with them. Sorry to interrupt. Them. He's actually very close to Prince Andrew. Um, right. And this is what I know about. And, you know, the things that you're speaking about and even, you know, talking about whether or not Ghislaine will serve time. Why do you think Prince Andrew has not been arrested, not even been called in for an interview? You know, that protection is so high up. He is 
the Queen's favourite child. She will absolutely sacrifice everything and anything for him. And yet he has, he is still on British taxpayers' money living his life. He doesn't live an official life, um, but we still pay for that. This is how um, pervasive the programming is. Sorry to interrupt you, but that's, you know, the the whole... It is difficult for those of us who, you know, there's many things that you've spoken about. You, you you don't even know how much truth you even touched upon. Talking about, you know, the island, St. Bart's. Um, I'm familiar with an island called Babunda, which is just outside of Antigua, where you, you cannot even get onto that island without a helicopter. All the islands there, Rob De Niro, Oprah, they're all out there. They, um, Eric Clapton has his... Um, rehab center there they wanted me to work with them at one point and all the antiguans are like why would anyone build a house on a sandbank the first hurricane that comes in these these places get you know pulled apart but yet nothing is less than 10 million built on this place this whole thing we talked about the whole yachts and and the the maritime laws um my son was desperate to become a yacht hand because he thought it was very glamorous life, et cetera, et cetera. And, I, you know, to have the conversation, you touched on it um, a couple of um, rooms ago when you said, because the amount of young people that are lost at sea, because maritime laws do not, are not the same as terrestrial laws, as you know. So um, forgive me for um, interrupting you, but you, you have no idea how much uh, truth you've uncovered in, in these rooms, how much you've spoken up. I'm, I, I was deeply frustrated around the ones that did whatever happened, Clubhouse shut them down or this, that and the other, and they couldn't get the replays. And I've been searching for them like crazy, left, right and centre, because... Um, it is a magnificent and vital thing that you're doing here. And I love the fact that you come. You are, like me, incredibly intuitive. You understand the bigger picture. You understand about the spirituality. You understand about how, more than ever, it is so important that we stand in our power and not come from a place of fear. And I've done now. I really am done. It's three o'clock. And I, I, I adore you and have so much respect for you, Queen. And I will shut up now. Thank you. No, you're fine, you know, and um, I definitely appreciate the insight when it comes to, you know, we need to hear from people that have a all different perspectives. But, you know, I love to hear from people <clears throat> that are in the UK that may have, you know, uh, uh, more of an inside, you know, look at it. And people have messaged me and some, you know, one particular person that just wants to remain anonymous, um, you know, not from the UK, but that you know um doesn't really know about the the ritual sacrifices and all the 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 human traffic and all the things that goes on but other things right the privilege right the um the boarding school society and you know all of the the way that people get away with crimes and um how this is all tied into like so i mean clearly i'm doing something right you know with oh so right so yeah. right girl and you're right about the public school and because that's my life that was where i was i was born into that world i 
when you you talked about it the other day when you said where you taught something different in public school no you're not taught something different but what you're taught is actually it's it's about energy and it's about entitlement so you're taught that you're entitled you're taught that you are um like nobody's more entitled than diplomats diplomatic families actually feel even more entitled than royalty because so few rules apply to them you can you know go up until 9/11 i could even you know walk through security gates um and i'm on the real periphery of this um in airports and things like that by just saying certain names or and 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 people touched upon the freemasons well as it happens you know i talked to a friend who again recently lord knows why but you know he said himself he's been bonded into this and he's joined the freemasons and what happens is is in positions of legal positions and especially in the uk if two people are going up for the job and one is a freemason one isn't the freemason will be employed every single time regardless of whether they're qualified for the job or not because that's how you make sure that when it comes to your legal case or your mortgage or your healthcare or or whatever the hell it might be even the most innocuous things you might think of your child um becoming a pop star winning x factor if you don't have your you know um cronies for want of a better word up there then how will you get, move that forward or move your agenda forward i'm i'm stumbling a little bit because i'm really trying to be careful with my words here um because i have to also be careful for what i reveal but you know my uncle my uh you know my family they attended grace kelly's wedding um so there's you know you talked about diana you forgot about grace kelly's death um you know a long time ago now i'm much older so maybe people have to google her but she was an american actress not to similar the scenario of megan who married into a royal family you about her next go ahead though keep talking <laughs> can i ask one question after her yeah this go ahead and then you can ask your question and i'm going to ask her one go ahead niha so um this is not this is not an old story this this and this idea of Jeslaine being uh the face of something much darker and deeper it's the same as presidents and prime ministers and heads of any organizations that the public face are they really the people in power or the people behind them who are running the show who are in power and you know being bonded into it bonded is an interesting word isn't it that means you give away your children as well the next generation which is why it is so critical in my belief to to change these karmic patterns and beliefs and the same legal system that was pervasive in England is the legal system that is the basis of the US legal system the Indian legal system Australian half of Africa anywhere that was ever colonized by the British government and that's why it's a worldwide thing um and I'll shut up now <laughs> okay Okay, someone wanted to ask her a question? Yeah, well not specifically her but just in general, just real quick. Do you think that it gets to a certain level to where 
they're doing this stuff like and it's starting to implode and they're starting doing it to their own kind. I don't want to really bring up like white supremacy or nothing like that, but like I know it's deeper than that, but like after a while they start doing it to their own kind. You see what I'm saying? Because they're such in power or whatever the case may be that they 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 do it to their own people as opposed to other groups of, of people. Do you, if you understand Ooh, what I'm so glad you said that because do y'all remember when Kanye went on one of his Twitter rants and he was talking about how his daughter will never do porn and she'll never be on Playboy. Yeah, I remember that. And everybody was like, what is this nigga talking about? But mm-hmm. I think that's exactly what you're speaking on is the fact that once you are involved, you really have no say in who they do what to. Like, you just got to be down. Obviously, yeah, I feel yeah. like the more, I guess, power or clout you have, the more you may be able to protect your loved ones. But I think what you're saying they, is pretty much on point. And then I also wanted to bring up, um, Neha had brought up... Um, <clears throat> St. Bart's and when Lisa had this room I want to say like a week or two ago and that other lady came in who used to be the like assistant or like um I forgot what job she did um but she was talking about go online and google who was in St. Bart's for for Christmas 2020 or something like that And I did while she was speaking. And two of the names that stood out to me were, because they were the only ones I recognized. Number one was David Geffen, who was huge in the music industry. Um, And then number two was the owner of the Washington Redskins. Um, I think they're like the Washington football team now, but the owner of that football team, they both had yachts there. And I thought that was so interesting because they literally only listed like 12 yacht owners. Yeah, she sent me a link. I'm going to try to pull the link up for you guys and post it at the top of the room. Um, and so for anyone that wants to grab that list, it's a whole network of them that go like, um, um, oh, shit. Hold on. Who was just talking? Nihan? Niha. Niha. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, Hashi, you were talking about this um, yacht circle and how mm-hmm. you get onto these different islands or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she, you know, gave me a, a little, you know, left a little ra- a little trail for me to follow, you know, because I know that you guys that are in, and see, this is another thing, guys. This is why I say everyone is not involved. You, you know what I mean? So you can't look at everybody. There are allies, but these people are so, um, this is their life. That's all that they know, right? And so, but everybody hasn't lost their soul. You know, they may not have been exposed um, to a lot of the, the darker things that happen, but they, they, they know about certain things. And so, and they're not okay with it, you know? And so, but they really just cannot speak out. They can't cause who, who's going to listen to them? Like, you know, you live a privileged life. Nobody cares about you complaining about, you know what I'm saying? Rich people shit. Let's just be honest. Right. And so, um, but it's, it, it's, these people are being locked out everywhere. The, the victims are being locked out because they're being discredited. The people that could know something that do know things about it are going to be discredited if they try to come out. You know what I mean? So like we have to be able to not put like a big umbrella 
over the whole thing. We, we have to be able to scrutinize, you know, um, people on an individual level that ever, even if they are a part of it, but they're like, Hey, you know, um, I want to talk about this. You know what I'm saying? You have to allow them to do that because the, that's the only way we, we get to know, like, um, Niha saying like a lot of stuff that I've touched on and we've covered in these rooms are really close, you know, but the only thing that's missing is we need the people to speak out. We need for them to know that they have a voice, that there is safety, they can be strong. You know, um, there's nothing worse if they've already taken everything away from you that you could possibly, you know, like, you know, you have to take your power back. You know, you never let people take your power away from you. And if you didn't have a choice or a way in your child and all that, there's always a way like once you become an adult and we have to create a space in this world and a lane for people to be able to do that, you know, to let them speak out without judging them. That's why even when Amanda came into this room, everybody wanted to like, Rah! <laughs> I was like, no, you know, everyone just, you know, relax, calm down. And, um, you know, I was very respectful towards her, you know, I was able to, um, you know, converse with her, ask her questions. Um, you know, I didn't want to push her, you know, and she, she spoke, she left, she came back and she was just listening for a while. And then people started messaging me about some of the stuff that was on her Instagram. I was like, oh, okay, well, I didn't even go look. Let me look. So when I asked her about it, she's like, she said, you are a disgusting person. And she just started yelling at me, you know, and I just put her to the audience. And in hindsight, I wish I wouldn't have done that. Um, you know, but I did. But obviously she was triggered by the fact that, you know, things on her Instagram were being called to question. Nevertheless, um, I'm, I'm going to just go look for that link because it's important um a lot of your faves a lot of your faves guys don't get triggered a lot of your you know you know what i'm saying they're they beyonce and jay-z i'm just gonna say it they they're a part of that yacht club crew okay there's a whole system of girls right now on instagram your favorites right that got their bodies done that you know rocking their chanel bags and their you know 24 inch weaves and got their cheeks filled and you know what i'm saying nose is done and all, breast boobs all that that are being trafficked and they're doing it for money it's high class prostitution being a yacht girl is a thing a yacht girl is a thing okay and they get exposure to all of these rich men some earlier um uh, naomi campbell came up in the conversation right and her being involved in this and she's also on the list well I think what people don't realize is that a lot of the women that are in Hollywood, even the quote unquote, A-listers are trafficked. There was a time, one time Beyonce did a concert that was very controversial. It was private and it was for these, um, these Arab people, these Arab in Dubai. men. Dubai. Yep. <laughs> yep. I think Ashanti and Amaya, not Amaya, Amaya, mm -hmm. they, they alluded to that they do certain things like that. But I'm sorry. Go, go ahead, Lisa. No, no, no. You know, I, I'd be talking too long sometimes, but, you know, just wanted to point all those things out that they are also, you know, they don't belong to themselves. Let's just say yep. that they they're presented to us in one way. But hey, Lisa, I, who's to say that the ahead, music Shadow. industry and the, I'm sorry, I just wanted to interject and say who's you just touched on something. And I think we need to look at that. Look at this more closely. Who's to say that the, the music industry uh, aren't just fronts? for trafficking like I, I thought about that too like what if this is just some super high level 
Like what? Like when they go on those world tours and all that stuff like yeah. that? Uh, yeah, that, I, that, that, that. I, I know. I, I see what you're alluding to. I get what you're saying. Let me let me tell you something I do know for a fact because I'm in the music industry, and um, a lot of those tours on those, those tour buses, there's a lot of illegal stuff being tra- uh, trans, you know, transferred across state as well too. So um, I, I think it's just I think both industries are just big fronts for more illegal felonious uh, felonious activities. I would suggest suggest that that is a perfectly um, viable thought. And the other thing I would add to that is that I also alluded to the fact that um, diplomats um, have different security. And um, from my friends in Antigua, just casually, um, we were having a conversation and she was saying how she managed to ship all her furniture without it going through customs into Antigua. And I was like, okay, how the hell did you do that? And as it happened, um, she was friends with a gentleman who um, builds the um, gas and oil stations there, as well as the airports. And um, because they became friends, when he shipped a load of his stuff in these large shipping containers, um, I don't know if you know the ones I mean, but they are massive. It the it's similar to the one that got stuck in the Suez Canal last year. Um, you mean, you mean like also, come on ships? They also don't have the same security. Um, and I'll just say that again, Lisa, you, you know how this is all. The dots are joining up. And that's the reason why I believe the war is won because the dots are joining out once you know this information you can't unknow it and there are people like myself who have um, been on the fringes of it seen things as well as um, been exposed to stuff as well who've, who've come out of it I've come out of it through my own spiritual practice and I urge people to find that within themselves, whatever that might be for themselves, where they can take their own power back. Because we don't understand how much we've been programmed. At least I, you know, I'm up leveling to 57 in a couple of months. I come from a generation where we had to ask permission to go to the, for a bathroom break in school. You know, um, that's how much we were taught to give away our power. So it's un it's unfamiliar territory to claim it back, but I don't know if you're familiar with shipping containers. They are motherfucking huge things. Excuse my language. Sorry. You wanted a question, Lisa, from me. Shadow, um, when you were talking about the music industry, I just was thinking about how a lot of times these relationships that th- these celebrities get in end up being like handler and like the handled type yes yeah absolutely i agree with that that's what happened to britney spears wasn't it if i watched that again the britney it was her family it was her dad i think actually allegedly and, yeah i think it was a yeah, dad but she got engaged to a guy who was her manager and he became co-custodian with her father for a while so yeah, they I think kind that's of, right. it's like you, you make sure that all the escape. So one of the reasons why survivors can't speak 
is, and I am one, so I speak with some authority about that, is because you aren't listened to and believed. Because in England, only one in four um, rape convictions even come to court, let alone are fully heard. Um, and I've had experiences of ones that have been and ones haven't. And I understood the legal system now on the other side of it when I worked for the miscarriage of justice organization. As Lisa mentioned, so it is critical and vital. You've gone through something traumatic, the legacy of which emotionally and mentally is horrific. And then you don't have a safe space to, be, to speak, to be heard, to be acknowledged, and worst of all, to be believed. Why would you open your mouth? Hey, good, good evening, everyone. Um, I'm Yoshi Yahoo. I hope you can hear me clearly. Um, I was just uh, contemplating on everything that everyone is discussing, and specifically the title. Um, I, I agree with much of what uh, people have said, or at least, at the very least, I entertain the possibility of what has been said. And it caused me to reflect on... Um, Benjamin Disraeli, he was a minister of Britain, and he says that the world is governed by very different personas than what is imagined by those who are not behind the scenes. And I thought it was interesting in that quote that he uh, chose to use the, uh, the word personas, and I've contemplated it uh, often over the years, especially as I see certain um, world events unfold. And um, in this issue with uh, Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine uh, uh, Maxwell is no exception, especially when I um, consider um, or should I say as I connect the dots of who was connected to these individuals over the years, such as uh, uh, Prince Andrew, um, Bill Clinton, um, Bill Clinton in a sense that uh, we know that he, you know, he was, he had a history already of, uh, how can I say it, uh, sexual promiscuity when he was the, um, when he was the uh, governor of Arkansas. Um, there's information that he was, if not at the very least, um, involved, if he wasn't involved, then at the very least he was uh, aware of the drugs that was being smuggled into Arkansas um, from Mexico during the, uh, I think it was the Iran Contra, when um, they were attempt when they were funding the, um, what is what were they the Contra down there in South America or Central America I think. Weapons. Someone correct me if uh, say again. Was it weapons. Right. Yes, yeah. weapons, and they were um, importing yeah drugs into the United States. Was it Nicaragua? Yeah, I think it was Nicaragua, and so Clinton, you know, he has that history. Um, he, you know the history with women while he was governor of course we all know about um what is her name uh monica lewinsky his office monica lewinsky thank you i'm trying to <laughs> recall things and um then he flew on epstein's plane and i think one of the witnesses uh in that case said that she actually saw um clinton with a young girl um of course it was all denied we wouldn't expect them to acknowledge it but um, it, I wasn't so much surprised that he would deny it. And I wasn't so much surprised that the, the media just really just um, uh, 
treated that whole issue as if it was a non-issue. And so then with Jeffrey Epstein, when he was uh, convicted in Florida, uh, further connecting the dots, we know that it was Alex Acosta. I think he was the U.S. attorney who um, who was responsible for that plea deal. And um, at that time, I think um, Alan Dershowitz was his attorney. And, you know, he's been on his island. And his story, uh, as it pertains to his relationship with uh, Epstein, was inconsistent. Uh, initially, um, he said that he would give um, Epstein uh, copies of his books before they were published. And then later on, um, inconsistent to that first narrative, he says that their relationship was entirely professional. And he was responsible for that plea deal that um, basically sealed that 53-page document um, and protecting um, Epstein and any co-conspirators from future future prosecution. That's very interesting. Yes. And then you have um, this Acosta, same Acosta, who, be, um, he, you know, he's associated with Trump. Trump is associated in the past. I don't know if people recall this, but uh, previously Trump was like really associated with Democrats, the Clintons and so forth. Uh, he was an associate of Epstein. Um, when we look at Epstein... Again, um, he has connections to uh, William Barr, who was Trump's uh, uh, attorney general. Um, and William ba he had Trump's to uh, William Barr's father. Um, I think his name is Donald, Donald Barr. He was uh, um, connected to him because um, he worked at the school, the Dalton School there in New York as a math teacher around the same time of Donald Barr. So that was a connection there. And I think at the time that Epstein was going through those legal problems, uh, Barr was at the firm that actually represented Epstein. So we connect these dots. And then there was um, Kevin Spacey who was in this on this plane. And so the reason why I'm connecting these dots because on this topic, you have these individuals who are involved in sex scandals, such as Kevin Spacey with the boys, Bill Clinton and his own sex scandal. Uh, we have Hillary Clinton, uh, who was only, I guess, one degree or two degrees of s separated from um, Anthony Weiner. And we know what he was doing up there in New York. And uh, her assistant, um, uh, I forget her last name, but Aberdeen is her last Uma. name, Aberdeen. Um, she's sending emails, forwarding emails to Weiner, you know, classified emails to Weiner. And then there's, uh, let me see, Michelle Obama, who back in 13 was praising... Um, what is his name? Uh, Harvey Weinstein is being a, a wonderful human being. <laughs> and, you, you know, we know what came of him. And so the question becomes, you have a first lady, you have a president who have secret service details. And the secret service, they vet individuals that are going to be in close proximity to the president of the United States. So the first lady or the vice president and so forth. And so it's difficult for me to imagine that um, the Secret Service, with its resources at its disposal, um, would not at the very least come across or know about um, Harvey Weinstein, wouldn't know about Jeffrey Epstein. Yoshiyahu, yes. um, the Obamas also let their daughter intern with the Weinstein Company. Yeah, I'm aware. I'm aware of that. I, I wasn't going to mention it because um, it wasn't in the forefront of my mind. I was going towards from Epstein to um, Oprah. Oprah, um, you know, she's been photographed with him, not just photographed, but kissing him, 
being more than just casually acquainted, you know, being really intimate in the sense that they were close acquaintances or friends. And again, this woman is a billionaire. She has publishers, publicists, you know, public relations. And, you know, she's she's a Mongol. So, again, it's difficult to think that she would not have known or at least heard rumors of who Epstein was and what he was up to. But yet there she is um, talking to him. Um, and that's only one instance. But then there's the other instance and in how she was praising John of God, you know, that preacher who got charged um, with um, underage sex or sex trafficking, rape. And so, again, you have these individuals who more than once are um, associated with people who are either sexually assaulting people, engage in rape, engage in, you know, things of that nature. And then, you know, if we, if we go back to the Clintons, um, Hillary Clinton, uh, one of her associates, I think her name is Sylvie. I know her last name. Her name is Sylvie. She was arrested in Haiti attempting to smuggle children across the border. You know, so this brings to mind, you know, this sex trafficking, you know, these things, this ritualistic practices. And you see individuals like um, Marina uh, uh, Abrahamovich, uh, uh, Abramovich, you know, and that spirit cooking. And then there's the the brothers there, the uh, what is the Podesta brothers with the artwork. And, you know, it's just this occultic type satanic vibe and it seems to be the same personalities that's interconnected with each other and I don't think it's a coincidence I don't allow myself to go you know too far into it you know and just you know um saying that it must be this because it appears to be this but I'm definitely watchful of it um you know I'm watchful of um the news when I read that sex trafficking rings have been um uh, busted up and so forth. I'm definitely watchful for my daughter. Um, you know, we saw videos of uh, Joe Biden, you know, inappropriately, at the very least, touching young girls, you know, sniffing on them, holding them, and so forth. And again, the media, they just blew it over. Nancy Pelosi says, well, Joe is Joe, you know. But that just wasn't the case when it came to um, uh the Supreme the Supreme Court Justice, who was a nominee at that time, uh, not Kausher. Y'all know who I'm talking about. I can't think of them right now. They were all over that saying, you know, that was part of the Me Too movement. All women must be believed, except for when the woman came forward and accused Biden. Then she was just brushed off by the same people who were, you know, you know, previously saying all women must be, be, be believed. And so I mention that because it's just I don't think it's beyond the imagination or beyond, you know, me entertaining or at least conceiving of the possibility that these people, you know, may be involved in some really cultic and for a lack of better expression, demonic and satanic things that the average person just finds hard to imagine, you know, and, and I understand why the average person will find it hard to imagine because they are not inclined nor they you know, would lend themselves to such practices. So it's difficult to think that, you know, but I don't, I don't think it's that difficult. I don't think it's a far stretch of the imagination, you know, and then there's other connections like the Bushes to the Bin Ladens and the Bin Ladens to the U.S. government and, um, you know, Bush's uh, relationship with Salam Bin Laden and they created a company, an energy company, 
And so I'm like, what's the likelihood that the Bushes are involved with the Bin Ladens? And then one of the Bin Ladens go and, you know, start Al-Qaeda. And we're just, I don't think it's just coincidence. I just see relationships. And I think the way it's presented to us is in such a manner where we're not supposed to, you know, read between the lines or think that there's something there more than, um, than, you know, the appearances. So thank you all for allowing me to share. That was just on my mind. As That's I was well said, to everyone. Hi, well everyone. I do not agree with a lot of what you said. That's well said. Sorry. Say that again. You know what I'm saying? This is Jared Alexander. I, I don't know that I agree substantively with a ton of what you said, but you qualified it with, I'm watching it. And so you must be one of the most objective people. I respect that if, if you are. And you sound like you are, actually, because I've heard you in a, you know, the Nelson's room. And Yoshi, you know, I respect the way you present what you say. You got a lot to say. And, you know, I appreciate that. It's backed up. It makes sense to me. I don't know if I'm there yet, but it's presented extremely well. That's all I was going to say. I appreciate Hi, everyone. That. Can I, I say something? Can I follow up? I, I would love to as well. I'm on. sorry. I interrupted the lady. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, there's saying hi, everyone. I hear a female okay. saying hi, everyone. Let's let her get in. Yes. Hi. Sorry. I've been trying to get on. Uh, first of all, again, like everyone else, I'm very, very thankful for this room. What I wanted to say is once you start questioning, that's when the light starts. And and all, I can't say that I have any questions or any response. Sorry. I have many questions, but no response at this point. Um, and I can't say that I'm on the stage to say anything except for question everything, because as long as we're asking questions, then we're getting answers and the answer starts coming without even going on Google to look for them. They're, they're coming from everywhere. So for me, honestly, like I'm thinking, why do we have uh, like a trial like the one for uh, Kyle on TV? Uh, because it promotes racism, it promotes everything negative. But then, uh, uh, like, I'm not for sensational uh, journalism or media or fear mongering and all of that. But a trial like the one for uh, Ghislaine, why aren't we hearing more about that? Why? And this is this concerns us all on planet Earth because they've been trafficking for years and years, and. The other question is, is she really going to name names and bring anyone? So Jeffrey Epstein is not here anymore to be able to bring those names. Is she going to? I don't know. I don't think so. And I think, although I don't have answers, uh, I think that, you know, they're going to make her, yeah, like not bring those names because... Um, sorry to link this to COVID, but the same way, instead of going to the citizens and trying to su suppress freedom, uh, go to the labs that are creating these, these like, you know, viruses and everything. Why aren't they asking them to, to comply, to not create any more viruses, to not do all these researches? Why, why are they attacking the people like Kyle, like, like us, all of us? So, and I think that, you know, what you said, Lisa, Lisa, in the beginning, I mean, not at the beginning, but when I, around when I arrived uh, about unity, we're so much in duality these days, so much so 
that we're seeing our brothers as enemies just either because they're asking questions or not having the same opinion as us um while we should be actually focusing on what makes us human and that's exactly what you said going within learn to know ourselves get away from the entertainment that is actually brainwashing us projecting images into us and into the kids so that we accept certain realities that humanly we can't accept them but because we've seen them we are able to we've been programmed to be able to accept them and and then i think we should i mean i do watch tv and i did watch don't look up and i thought it was brilliant and i don't know if it's white hats who did that movie or if it's again some disclosure to say hey hey here's what's waiting for you guys so anyway that's what i try to do i try to to stay in the question but in a healthy way not in the fear way just so that my light stays on and so i can just you know smile to everything and think this is actually just a game because if we go and and become too serious about all of this we go mad i think we we really need to stay in the light that okay i see this i'm not asleep now what do i decide to do about this because our reaction this is what i've been learning in the last two years and i'm gonna land my plane there our reaction is everything our reaction is what makes our heaven or hell on earth so as long as we stay in love in that like center that we can be in not react or overreact about anything i think that's how we can create our heaven on earth thank you Okay, guys, the floor is open. Anyone else want to tap in? I would just say I don't think there's enough evidence to convict Kyle Rittenhouse on anticipated charges that the public expected. And I would personally say rightfully so. That's all I would say with Kyle Rittenhouse. That's why we focus on that. Yeah, that, that was completely different. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not even a, a comparison. Who, y'all? I don't know what to do at this moment, okay? Because we have a very viable conversation <laughs> but you know clubhouse only lets you um save you know you can only do so many hours we've been here since about 5 30 it's 10 30 so really soon um the replays are going to go off and i won't have this and i would like to have it for the people um that you know miss this room um so i'd like to have it saved um, so I don't know. What do you guys want to do? Do you want to, um, we could either end the room altogether or I could start a new room and we can move over there and continue the conversation. Um, you know, I want to hear from you guys. What do you guys want to do? Do you want to keep talking or is this a good time to just stop? Well, I think definitely if you open up another room, people are going to come, of course, Lisa. I mean, come on. But um, just like, um, what was her name? She appreciates the replays. So I think you should also, you know, save it. So it's, it's really on tired. you. And you're tired. And it's cool, room. too. Two great rooms every day. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a part two. So you guys can, you know, keep talking. I'm going to make it the same title. I'm going to go. I'm going to head over. 
And oh, by the way, you guys, um, I pinned the link to the top of the room because we were talking earlier about when Niha was speaking about um, this whole yacht, you know, this yacht club people, right? And so click that link at the top because it's not going to be there very much longer. You know, click the link at the top and, you know, just go in there and do your research. And so this whole Terramar, Project Terramar, the islands, you know, um, the people that go to St. Bart in all of this, just start paying attention. These are the people that are involved, allegedly, in these rings. Hey, what's up, um, Noel? Shout out to Noel. Shout out to Jay Bate. Guys, if you're not following myself and the moderators, please take a moment to do that right now. You know, turn the bell to my name by always. Follow Dr. Lynn. Follow Are You the Ocean? Um, you know, he plays a very um, major role in um, the Discord and, you know, making things. What's up, Linnell? Linnell is back. I didn't even hear you. What's going on? I told you I was going to slide back through when I got <laughs> off the court. Bro, that was hours ago. You said you had to go to court? No, no, no. I was on the court, on the basketball court. Oh, oh you were playing ball. You're exercising. Mm. So, guys, make sure you're following Jared. Make sure you give him a follow. He's our... Today, he's been our resident expert and our lawyer, okay? Mm -hmm. He's a real lawyer in life. He just doesn't play one on Clubhouse, okay? So, and and Jared's a good friend to have on the app. So, follow him, follow Linnell, follow Running Wolf. Um, Running Wolf, are you there? Because I was about to make a joke. But if you're not there, it's not going to be funny. Okay. Follow Jay Bacon and follow Noel. Running Wolf's just here supporting. So, guys, um, yeah, keep the conversation going. I'm going to pop over and make a new room. And then we're going to shift over there just so that we can save the replays. I appreciate you all being here and all the commentary that you've shared, your perspectives. And, um, yeah, let's keep going. I'm going to go on mute, and I'll be right back. Anyone can speak. Does anyone think she should, Joey Maxwell should not have been guilty? Oh, interesting. Maybe we should get that for the next one. <laughs> Nobody can say that. Nobody can say that. Yeah. I was going to. What'd you say? I was just going to. Oh. Sorry, no, no, Dr. J. I thought Dr. J was fine. So, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. She can have the floor. Go ahead. I just want to say I, I found out that Meghan Markle used to be a yacht girl as well. I digress. Okay, guys, this floor is still open. We're still going popcorn style. So if anyone would like to speak, go ahead. Um, this is Neha. I just wanted to add a little bit more going back a bit around the conversation of Freemasons and why it's really difficult to to speak out because people in authority are very much um, of the same ilk if that's probably the way I could put it. Um, for my friend who, who who joined the Freemasons, and I don't know if anyone's familiar with it, um, they openly speak about the fact that they are the public face of the Illuminati, but to join it is, in itself, there is a ritual that involves um, 
red wine, which is the representation of blood. And also, I mean, this is a secret ceremony. You're not supposed to know about it, but I do. Um, the, the allegiance is actually as well to the queen. So that's how they start the rituals with things that seemingly are dressed up as part of traditional pomp and ceremony and the kind of revered um, aspects of royalty that many people look at um, the British, you know, um, not dissimilar to, you know, you just spoke about Meghan being a yacht girl, which I, I didn't even know about. Um, but that whole wedding, you know, it's all the ceremony and pomp and that's what people come here and they love that. And But the actual rituals start um, in seemingly innocuous ways very early on um, with the whole representation of red wine and blood etc and interestingly enough as well if you depending on how far you want to go down the rabbit hole of, of who really is in charge whether this is more than just human species um, when he was called my friend who's called to do this who's been bonded into it by his father he also lost his own father um, which is very traditional that members of the family not dissimilar to Kanye West's um, scenario where um, you know a member of the family is sacrificed at some point um, he also started inextricably to bleed um, it was just really weird he kept cutting himself and he even did it in my own house. Um, and uh, it, it was a very, it was, it was a very weird experience. But the other thing was, which was really interesting, is as soon as he was called up, he immediately started getting messages from lots of Rothschilds via his Facebook. Um, you know, we can't wait to have you. When are you coming in? It's, it's a very, um, well-oiled machinery, for want of better words, that has been in place for so long that most of us would not, um, and I think Shadow alluded to it, or Fireman alluded to earlier, that, you know, many of the people involved are, are revered and most favoured, um, well-known um, celebrities, because we won't even have realised how 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 much we we are programmed and i just wanted to add that into the into the mix as well about there really is um very many tiers and levels to how we humans are living on this planet um and i'm done speaking Neha. is lisa gone I think everyone can join for part two. Sorry, I'm just seeing that the room is now existing, I guess. Okay, you guys, I am Thank back. Thank you, everyone. Pin the link, at the, the new link for the new room at the top of the page so we can save this room. And I'm going to pin the link. If the link's not up there, I want everybody to click the link, all the mods, you know, everybody that's still here, Linnell, um, you know, Ryan, Jared, um, Wolf, um, Jay. Yeah, guys, everybody, click that link at the top, move over. So I should see the numbers starting to drop, like, rapidly in the room. 
you know, when we get down to 50 people, then I'm going to come on over there and we're going to pick up the conversation where we were talking about um, Meghan Markle being a yacht girl, you know, and, you know, the how do you get into the Illuminati? So that's where we're going to um, pick up. And usually when we transition these rooms, we can tell who's actually awake. And <laughs> it's funny to me because y'all just be sitting there, you're on stage and you still ain't moving. Yeah. So yeah, go on over to the other room. Kermit just showed up. Kermit, we're transitioning the rooms into a new room. So click the link at the top. Go over there, Kermit. I'm going to bring you up on stage real quick. Yeah, we're doing the shift, Kermit. So just click the link at the top. I'm going to be, yep, I'm going to come over there in a second. Um, as soon as we, um, I just wanted to post the link for everybody to move everyone over there because the replays um, are still on and we want to make sure that they stay on because we covered a lot of great information in the room today. Can you guys hear me? AJ, I just saw you pop in and out. Click the link at the top of the room. Okay, I'll go over there. Yeah, I'll go over to the new room. If Jimmy's in here, my father, please go over there too. Okay, great. Okay. So I should see the numbers falling, 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 falling. All right, you guys. Um, I'm going to give it another 30 seconds for everyone to move over. And then we're going to call it quits. We're going to move over to the new room. I don't know if Neha, hopefully Neha moved over to the other room because I know it's super late where she's at. Jared, are you there? Okay, he'll see the room in the hallway. They'll see the room in the hallway. All right, guys, I'm closing the room in three, two, one. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode with our great content and the amazing guests that we bring on the show, be sure to click to subscribe so you're notified every time we have a new episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at matrix underscore unveiled and tap into our link tree where you can join our discord communities as well as our clubhouse communities and everywhere that you can find us on the internet. Thank you so much once again for listening.